0: What about your mother?
1: What about her? Wait, are we?
0: Where were you when she died? I don't want to think about that.
1: Hmm. Watching TV.
0: Do you hear the TV? What do you hear? Rain. Rain. It was raining. Yeah. You hear the rain?
2: Hello club members. I'm Kate And I'm Ariana. And welcome back to another, I don't know what to say, racist meeting of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club? I don't want to say that.
1: The opposite of that.
2: Unracist.
1: For the record, it's an (laughs) unracist meeting, not a racist meeting. I don't know why it came out like that.
2: Another racist episode of the Nightlight Horror Movie Club. Oh, good God. We are a podcast slash internet community where we talk about all things horror Uh, Mostly scary movies like today, but also we cover all sorts of fun stuff in between like superstitions and, you know, tarot and what happens when we die. You know, light, fun stuff like that. Fluffy things like that. (laughs) But today is a very special episode because this is a movie that we have been it's been on. I don't know, like 12 polls. 15 yeah all of them mm-hmm. every poll and it it always gets so close barely losing so yeah. close and it almost lost this time it was like neck and neck get out versus us on our jordan peele was versus nope oh it was nope that's right oh yeah nope came
1: in second oh, us came in last ariana us is, has been
2: trying you i guys. voted for
1: us yes of course i liked us i voted for us it came in last why is it that every single movie i vote for comes in last she says
2: that but guess what's going on right now as we speak on our patreon first of all guys (laughs) go check out our patreon it's a super fun place it's where um our club officers aka our patreon members um fight at at our beck and call ariana baits them and then they fight Is that the right For our thing to amusement. Do? They also vote on what movie we cover, more importantly. But in between, whenever Ariana gets bored, because Ariana's in charge of the Patreon, uh, she <laughs> texts me and she's like, Hey, what are your five favorite horror movies? And I'm like, Mm, that's sweet and suspicious and sus. It's very sus. So I tell her and she's like, Great. I so I put she put her favorite horror movies and my favorite. Horror movies without me knowing on the Patreon. It was like, vote for who you love more,
1: (laughs) mommy or daddy? Mommy
2: or daddy? She's daddy, obviously,
1: (laughs) right? Obviously,
2: obviously, yeah. So, um, I'm not doing well because I put fucking Jennifer's body and killer clowns on
1: there. I didn't know. I put some of the most <laughs> weird and polarizing movies. I gave you a chance to change it. I said, just so you know, this yeah. is for a poll where I'm going to pit you against me and you're going to lose. And she you're did like, that Damn it. as she was uploading it. And
2: I was like, well, <laughs> it's true. So might okay. as well. But yeah, that's what's going on right now. So go check out our Patreon. Speaking of Patreon, we do have a couple of new club officers I would like to introduce first, if I may.
1: Yeah, let's do it.
2: Two club secretaries. we got Caleb. He's from Bowling Green, Kentucky love you, And Denise, she is from Arkansas, Southern Girlies. Ooh, yes.
1: Arkansas.
2: Arkansas. Love to see it. Thank <laughs> you guys for being here and for supporting the club. It means more than you could possibly know. But most importantly, we got to talk about Jordan Peele. Jordan. Jordan Peele. God, he's so amazing. Listen, re- regardless of what I'm going to say during the course of this episode, because I have a lot of opinions about this movie. She does. I do. So does Ariana. Most of them. (laughs) Yeah. Ariana got me to confess some of my opinions about this movie, but I adore Jordan Peele. I think he's actually brilliant and hilarious. I love him. Do you know a little bit about like his background? Cause it's really cool. Tell me everything. He's so cool. So he was raised, um, he was raised in New York city by a single mother, um, in like the, I think in Manhattan and attended like a computer school and like got a scholarship to a private school and then he went to sarah lawrence and was like he majored in puppetry how fucking badass is that oh
1: my god puppetry i'm like
2: stop it i love you that's a major okay that's a major at sarah lawrence i was like i chose biochem (laughs) gross if i if puppetry was there i would have chosen puppetry (laughs) ew gross but he majored in puppetry he went on to start forming comedy duos obviously he's he did uh key and peel um but before he was like he didn't always want to be a comedian he was like a really big cinephile really into movies and he always wanted to be a director he decided when he was 12 he's like i want to be a film director and he he's um has a couple of movies that he said influenced him and made him want to be a director Ariana, i think you're gonna like this list Ooh, i can't wait
1: edward scissorhands oh kate has not seen edward scissorhands yes i have
2: Oh, how dare you? The fuck? Recently? Yes. You you told me to watch it and I watched it and I had many emotions. Oh. How dare you?
1: (laughs) I remember did you you only recently watched it though, right?
2: Yeah, I hadn't seen it before. Okay, okay.
1: That's what that's what it was. I remember being like, Why the fuck haven't you seen this? You need to watch it immediately.
2: It's so Kate core, I can't even understand it. It's like horror but pastel. I'm obsessed with it. It's so good. Pastel. Depressing but sweet. All the
1: emotions. It's yeah, sweet as shit. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: Tim Burton. And then Thelma and Louise. I'm like, fuck yes, Jordan. Oh, my God. And you're going to like the third one. Aliens. Yeah. Yeah. Aliens aliens. with an S. Aliens with an S. Okay, okay. My dad will be happy to hear as he thinks that's the the better of the two. The superior of the two. Mm, Agree to disagree. But I I like this list and I'm like, (laughs) yes, King, let's go. I appreciate you. I love you. But that's what, that's where he came from. But where is he at now? Like, obviously this movie that we're covering today, get out is like one of, I think it's probably the most critically acclaimed movie that we've covered on this show. Wow. That's crazy. I didn't know that girl. It's been, this movie has been called one of the best movies of the 21st century. Amazing. Yeah, Seriously. So like this movie, um, it was nominated for best picture nominated for best director nominated for best actor for the Oscars, obviously. And obviously that was for Daniel Kaluuya, obviously. Yes. Um, and it won for best original screenplay. So for a horror movie, you wow. you know that I think the Oscars are bullshit ever since I learned that they're bullshit. Right. Um, it's all bullshit, you guys. It's all a scam and it's all terrible. But I do. I, I'm not going to take this one from him. I'm like, yes, good for you. we love to see it. Not just because it's Jordan Peele and I love him, but because I'm just happy that a horror movie gets any sort of widespread. I know. Acclaim. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, why didn't Hereditary? It's fine. I'm not going to go there. But You know, it's whenever we get a win, we take it. They just didn't get it. They didn't get it. But also, yeah, speaking of um, people getting it, the National Board of Review, the American Film Institute, and Time, they all uh, chose this movie as one of the top 10 films of the year. So... Wow. Yeah. Five critics, awesome. choice nominations, two Golden Globe nominations,
1: two BAFTAs, the British <laughs> awards. They got those. Oh my God. Two of those. And yeah. That is insane. I didn't know any of that. I knew this was, you know, 2017 and a lot of really good horror movies came out in 2017. Wait, what else did? Um, yeah. I had to Google it because I was like, I feel like that was it. Number one came oh, out. Oh, yeah. 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 Mother came out. Yeah. The Ritual. Oh, shit. Gerald's game. Yeah, you're right. Two.
2: It's funny that you bring up Gerald's game because this movie um, is filmed in the place, same place that Gerald's game is set. (laughs) What, really? Fairhope, Alabama. It's filmed. So the Get Out takes place in upstate New York, but they filmed it in Fairhope, Alabama. Whoa, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's same trees that we watched in Gerald's game. The movie, of course. Oh,
1: you're right. Mm -hmm. You're right. How did I not
2: notice that? Uh, How do you not know? all of these.
1: I thought you were ready. I thought you
2: were prepared, Ariana.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gotta know everything. That's insane. I feel like I usually notice the trees. I'm like, hmm, these trees don't fit. I wonder where this was filmed, but I missed it. You missed it. Don't know your Alabama trees, girl. (laughs) But I know a little bit of how
2: Ariana feels, but I don't know all of it. She's kept her cards kind of close to the chest on this one, even though I bared all after like two margaritas the
1: other day. I was gonna say, yeah. Me and Kate just got back from hanging out at a veterinary conference, and we both got trashed and told each other everything <laughs> <that> we <laughs> feel about this movie. About Jordan Thiel that being said, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which never happens, guys. We try to keep it super on the DL. That way, when we talk on the podcast, we are our minds are exploding because we're finally learning how each other feels about yeah, things. Yeah, we keep it in for you guys. Yeah, mostly. It's hard. It's hard. Mm-hmm. except for this time I'm sorry
2: she bought except me a margarita
1: <laughs> I told her I, I will say after researching this movie it rekindled a lot for me yeah. and I feel like some new things some you know eye-opening experiences that I'm happy to tell you guys about oh, during and know. after I know I'm excited Kate I feel like there's a lot that went over my head the first time Same. I watched this and the second time and the third and since it came out in 2017 that's like the perfect time frame for like you to have seen it a few times right when it came out and you haven't really done like the rewatch that you do a few yeah. years after. So like me and Kate were due for a rewatch. I think that's 100%. why we were really on this. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm glad we got to rewatch it for this. I,
2: I feel differently than I did when I talked to you even like a couple days ago. Same.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited. It's all going to be new. All new. <laughs> we're all going to learn.
2: Well, let's yep. dive in. Shall we? Shall we talk about it? Yeah, let's do it. So yeah, this movie was directed by some guy named Jordan Peele. Um, it was his first movie, obviously. He's kind of his directorial debut. He's since done Nope. He's done Us. Those were on the poll. Also, he's been married to his wife since 2016.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's a bingo uh, That's spot on the bingo for sure. You Listen,
2: plane. but you wanted to know. You wanted paying to know bingo. if he was I in did. a happy I and did. loving
1: relationship. <laughs> Very important.
2: He's married to Gina from Brooklyn Nine
1: Nine. Stop it, I didn't know that. Yeah, wait. You know what? I did know that. I did know that. she's hilarious. I looked it up at one point. Yes. That's so great. Oh my god. They have a son.
2: <laughs> they have like a, I know. Aww. But yeah, Gina is um from Brooklyn. Uh Chelsea Peretti, she's fucking funny and she's al- she's also a writer too. She wrote for Parks and Rec, which I thought you would like. Oh shit, I didn't know that. Uh-huh. Amazing. And she wrote for SNL. But yeah, but this was not written by Chelsea Peretti. Uh, this was written. That would have been a different movie. Oh, much different. This was written by Jordan Peele, the man himself. Yeah. But I think and this is very much my opinion. The best part of
1: this movie is Daniel Kaluuya. Oh, my God. The acting, the tears, the, have the you facial expressions. ever seen a prettier crier in your whole oh, life? Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, his face just like doesn't move. And then all of a sudden it's just like a torrential downpour of tears. And I'm like, bro, when, what how? is going on in your head? Yeah. yeah. How? <laughs> like, how he did, did you harness what?
2: that? It's yeah. And he looks so beautiful and like perfect while he does it. Like there's yeah. no scrunching oh my gross. There's no boogers.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> his face doesn't change at all. Except it's for just like a gorgeous torrential tracks of tears on his gorgeous face. Yes. Beautiful. Top 10 best criers. I don't know if I've told you this, but he he's
2: one of my many celebrity boyfriends.
1: Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. He's my boyfriend as well.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. He doesn't know <laughs> it, but he is also my boyfriend. Yeah. He's the best part of this movie for me, hands down. No, same. I agree completely. I loved Allison Williams personally. m 3 m 3 Oh, shit. She is in Megan. I never saw it. <laughs> Wait, what? Ariana, you texted me. Were you drunk? You texted me and you're like, don't. It's stupid.
1: So I didn't. Then you still see them. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm not listening to you ever again. I'm not saying you need to see it. I'm just saying I'm surprised that you have not seen it.
2: Mm-hmm. Now, see, now I have FOMO, but also feel like I shouldn't see. Should I? I have to see it before horror nights because there's going to be a lot of Megan's at Halloween horror nights when we go.
1: I'm pretty sure it's on Peacock. This is on Peacock as I well. If you peacock? guys are. You know what? Listen, you're not a real Office fan unless you have Peacock. That's all I'm going to say.
2: I refuse. They, they held the Office r- ransom and I'm not paying. <laughs> you don't have HBO. So do you know Allison Williams? Did you ne- you've never seen Girls, the show Girls. No, I haven't. No. Uh, yeah. The only
1: thing I know her from is Megan. I told you to watch Girls, but you didn't watch Girls.
2: You can <laughs> skip Girls. You just need to know it for like cultural reasons as a girl. Okay. Yeah. You just need to know. And she's in it. Allison Williams is like one of the girls. She's like the second most annoying
1: of the girls. Oh, the girls are annoying? That doesn't sound like something I'd want to watch. Um,
2: Like, they're, like, young 20-something New Yorkers that don't know their privilege, so that part's a little bit annoying. Oh. But the acting is good, and the writing is good, and Adam Driver is hot, so watch it. Okay, sure. I'm sold. Yeah, but she's in it. Alison Williams is in it. She's a very different character than she is in this movie. In this movie, she's very, like, cool and, like, gel and hot, and she's, like, a cringy mess on girls. So...
1: Oh, really? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Okay. Yeah. She is definitely very chill and very calm and very progressive in this movie. Yeah. She's also Peter Pan whenever
2: they did the like live taping of like Peter Pan on some. Yeah. You know how they like did Grease the musical and it was like on TV or something? I don't know. I don't have TV.
1: Oh, wow. I forgot about that. That was like 10 years ago. Yeah.
2: So she was Peter Pan. (laughs) She looks just like him. she was flying around.
1: (laughs) I could see that. She does have like if you if you got rid of the hair, she has like a very androgynous face. I can yeah. see that because her yeah. she has like a butt chin. I'm pretty sure. Oh,
2: she's got like a really defined chin, like her jaw. Yeah, is like mm-hmm. that's
1: her moneymaker. I think is that gorgeous jaw. Yeah, totally. Yeah, she's got a great chin.
2: Great chin. We love <laughs> love to see it. But yeah, Peter Pan, <laughs> Megan, this and Emma listens. She's on one of Emma's podcasts that she listens to. She says she's really down to earth and cool. I'm like, that's nice. Oh wow, that's, nice. that's awesome. She's not very yeah. down to earth and cool in this movie, so don't get excited. She, yeah, yeah. She's We're not to give anything away yet. Not down to earth. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> yes. Who else do we have in the cast? We got um, the mom. We've got she's from. 40-year-old virgin that's how I know her yes <laughs> Catherine
1: Keener, Catherine yes. Keener yeah. that's how I know her as well yeah but she's also in other things like um that John Malkovich movie oh yeah um John Malkovich and the 40-year-old virgin being John Malkovich and what? 40-year-old virgin are the being only ones Malkovich, I know of the 40-year-old virgin get out like, that's, all what that's all we got got.
2: I'm so impressed with her <laughs> what a badass
1: she's so funny in 40-year-old virgin she's though she's so
2: funny I love her. She's good. Yeah. She was great in this, too. She was pretty um, scary at times in She's this. She's witchy and scary. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. And Dad, we got Dad, who's Bradley Whitford, who obviously we know yes. as horror fans as being the Mermaid Man obsessed.
1: Not Mermaid <laughs> Man. That's Fun Bob. Merman obsessed scientist. Merman obsessed. From, from Cabin, Cabin in the, in the woods. woods. Yeah. Yes. He's funny. He's a funny guy. He's also on Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which, you of know, course. I'm obsessed yeah, he's great right on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. He's also in Handmaid's Tale.
2: Yes, he is. Very different character, mm-hmm. also. And he's he's got mm-hmm. quite the portfolio, too. These are some very yes. diverse actors. Like Daniel right. Kaluuya is in like everything. I saw him in uh, mm-hmm. Black Mirror before I saw him in anything else. Like he's. Oh, really? Yeah, he's like in one of the wow. main episodes in the first season. Yeah.
1: Also, Judas and the Black Messiah, which I know almost won awards or did win awards. I don't know. They were say? nominated for a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Seemed like a good movie. I honestly, nice. I, I did not see it, but
2: <laughs> and then my other boyfriend, I didn't bring up my other boyfriend. That's Lakeith Stanfield. He's so hot. Is that Rod? Um, no, I no, okay, three boyfriends, <laughs> three boyfriends, and I'm done. Oh, wait, is that uh, Andre? Andre, yes, Andre, yeah,
1: he's a cutie for he's sure. So
2: hot. Um, so he plays Andre in this movie, who's kind of a minor character, but he nails it, and it's like a major moment in the movie. Um, I know him from Sorry to Bother You, which is a really great movie. If you guys haven't seen it, you would love it, Ariana. It's weird. I've never heard of it. Trippy and weird. He plays like a <gasps> Oh, trippy. Um, he works at like a you know what? The less you know, he's like a telemarketer, but it's like fucky. It's awesome. You'll like it. Ooh,
1: fucky. Trippy.
2: I'm listening. Like a lot of like themes of race in that movie, too. Like, it's just so good. And good, then also yeah. Atlanta, like um, Donald Glover's show, which is really good. Oh, wow. Amazing. Yeah, he's like a main character in that. So, yeah and he's andre in this movie he's the first guy we meet yes he but yeah, is we love this cast this is a good cast i can't think of anyone oh that guy from um office space i believe i have your stapler guy oh
1: is that the older guy yeah the blind okay. man okay yeah what about i've seen him in other stuff too um
2: what else he else will is he always in? be
1: i believe you have my stapler from office space <laughs> To me, <laughs> i could bring dead the building yeah, I've definitely seen him in something recently, but I can't think of what it was. But it was definitely, oh, it's Dodgeball. It's fucking Dodgeball. <laughs> he is in Dodgeball. He's the guy who's like whipping like wrenches at people's heads. <laughs> so fucking funny. Dodgeball is such an underrated movie. Bro, I know. It's coming back, though. It's coming back. It's coming back? Oh, yeah. I feel like people are all of a sudden re-obsessed with Dodgeball. Love it. Vince Vaughn is a treat. You
2: guys should watch it. Wait,
1: Kate, did you know this entire film was filmed in 23 days? That's nuts. That's really fast. 23 days that's like two that's like three weeks
2: you're so cute I'm so
1: bad at math That's like two to three weeks you guys that's like two to three weeks <laughs> a little over three weeks but that's okay
2: <laughs> it's about two to three weeks um i know that the budget was pretty low for this movie so i was kind of wondering how it was that low with these names in it
1: yeah, that's a good point, I guess. Yeah. Wait, you're not supposed to know but, the budget, young lady. That was I don't, a trick question. I don't know. I don't know the budget. All I know is that it was quote low because obviously in my research I do come across yeah, these things, course. but I saw it said low budget and I was like, Nope. And my eyes skipped Scroll so that I didn't. Good girl. It. Well done. Yeah. Yeah. All
2: right. So you gotta guess mm-hmm. that budget.
1: Oh my God. I'm so bad at this.
2: <laughs> so let me get us for comparison. Us came out in twenty nineteen. Same director, um, same writer obviously both Jordan Peele. But keep in mind that this was his breakout movie, so this is this is I'll give you a hint, this is a little bit higher. Right. Everyone jumping on that Jordan Peele train. So, sure. Budget for us was 20 million. A lot of millions. I'm going to say less than
1: half. Less than 10. That's a You can't, (laughs) no.
2: It's a picking number. Between
1: five to 10.
2: Actually, wrong. Still wrong. Shit. (laughs) Shit. You're close. You're 4.5 million. Oh, damn. Yeah, yeah, you got it. Amazing. Less than half. I don't know. I'm going to give it to you. Less than half? Less than half? (laughs) That's actually a really good guess. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, only 4.5 million, but it actually made more at the box office. Wait, no, about exactly the same, pretty much, as us did, which is about
1: 255 million holy fuck dude that's what i'm saying that is insane dude that's what i'm saying wait i wonder how much jordan peele's worth now
2: bro i was gonna say the same thing let me look it up jordan let's peele let's look it up net worth <laughs> are you my enemy yet jordan peele <laughs> he hasn't been canceled yet 50 million according to celebrity dot 50 mil that's a lot that's less than i thought it would be
1: no that's a lot because i look up how much people are worth all lot. the time and it's like <laughs> medium <laughs> medium actors are usually like Maybe like single digit millions oh, or like really? double digit millions, like tens. Yeah. But that's a lot. 50 is a lot.
2: 50. OK. I lose sight of that whenever I'm looking at 255 million dollars that this, money, this movie made. I'm like, <laughs> yeah.
1: four, like, 50
2: million. That's nothing. That's nothing. He's no. poor. <laughs> no,
1: he's rich as fuck. Very rich.
2: That's a very wealthy man.
1: Did we do a teaser? We didn't do a teaser or a genre. Do we need to?
2: See, that's the thing. I thought everybody knew everything about this movie People already. know
1: it. What kind of wait, what kind of horror? Um microaggression horror? Yeah, that's fair. That was some of the worst parts. That was the most cringe. It was just so painful to watch. It was hard. But it was almost like it locks you in because you're just like you can't look away. It did. I was like, no they didn't just say that. And I've seen this movie, uh, but I'm, and I
2: and like I know what's going on. I know more than everyone else that has not seen this movie, but like it's still
1: so cringe and embarrassing and terrible and yeah, captivating it's like the more you watch it the more you're like uh captivating yeah it's a good word for it
2: well i guess this is a good enough time to be like spoiler <laughs> warning you had your chance we waited our damn turn everyone else has talked about this movie so if you haven't seen it that's your fault at this point
1: it's been six years it's you been, been enough the time
2: we've seen it twice
1: so we've seen it many times <laughs> oh i've seen it more than twice have you yeah Wait when this came out, you didn't want to watch it more than once? No. oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit. That clues you in. That clues you in, yeah. guys. Should I just say it? I didn't like this bit. movie whenever I first saw it. Oh yeah.
2: and that's another thing. Oh, I didn't want to go like everyone's talking about this movie. It's critically acclaimed. So many people are like so excited to have this kind of black representation in horror specifically. Um, and I'm like, I don't want to step up and yuck everyone's yum, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Have, enjoy it and I like it and I didn't like it for very personal reasons I mean like look at my
1: look at my list you know what I mean my list yeah, of horror movies yeah. this is not gonna make it <laughs> to that list it's just not my vibe I'm very interested to find out the specifics of what you did not like yeah. about the way he told the story that's yeah, what I want the,
2: there are I think that the directing is really good I think the writing isn't my favorite I think the, oh. ri- the writing isn't my favorite in, in very specific niche times and i'm like meh and the rest of it i think is very good i liked it a lot more this time but i can i can i can explain as we go i'll explain as we go yeah
1: i want you to explain i, I will. understand I'll try. that but yeah it's, tell it's me. a
2: it's a, it's, a speci- it's like a pacing thing with endings that i have an issue with it, it and i had the same issue with his other movies oh like
1: the ending dragged maybe okay i understand the ending dragged it dragged at sure. parts and then it didn't drag when I wanted it to drag. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes
2: sense. Just like the last 15 minutes lost me. And I had a hard <laughs> time not comparing this movie now on second rewatch to Ready or Not, which they both use the Run Rabbit song. And I'm like, oh, damn,
1: oh, that's where I've heard
2: it. Ready or Not should have been on my list. Actually, I think that's in my top five. I don't know who I can. You're bump, right. Though. That's number
1: two on our on our board, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Wow. I forgot
2: about Ready or Not briefly. Wow crazy but like as soon as i hear that song on rewatch which is a very important song in ready or not as well not very important here just kind of used for like spooky music factor a little bit two-dimensional but it's hard for me not to be
1: like immediately missing (laughs) ready or not like while i'm watching this wow i think that they did say something about the rabbit being like a spooky vibe and like also with his us movie him also having rabbits in that movie it's almost like a callback to this one sure that's my two cents on that (laughs) Kate's like you lost me
2: not good enough enough for me (laughs) (laughs) I need more of a
1: reason for the creepy song or at least use it creepier sure what about the other other songs in the movie do you have any feelings about those I don't think I know any of the other songs in the movie. Okay. Okay. You're going to learn today. <laughs> You're going to learn. I have so much shit to tell you. Things that I didn't realize about this fucking movie until like an hour ago. Tell so We're going to learn. Teach yeah, me. Yeah. I'll tell you at the end. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Maybe you'll have a more appreciative version of this like I did. I hope so. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. And there is stuff
2: I liked about this movie, just to be completely clear. Like, I didn't have a bad yeah. time when I watched the first time. I had a good time. I like the themes. I like the acting a lot. I like the directing wow. a lot.
1: Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. just certain things, just certain things. As I'm going through the um, summary, you're going to have to stop me and be like, I didn't like this part. And Eight then you that? can tell me why. Hated that. Hated <laughs>
2: that. There's a lot I love, I promise.
1: <laughs> I have a feeling I'm going to like this movie more than you, Kate. For sure. I, we knew that already. Oh, I didn't know that, though. I thought we were going to be on the same level, but okay. No. Okay.
2: You're such a hyper fan for us. I knew we weren't going to be on the same level. Fucking love us. Like, his style is your style. Like, you have similar, like, very similar tastes. You like,
1: you like a dark vibe. I like dark. I like social commentary. I yeah. like psychological horror. Yes, this is all of those things. I like twists. Twists at the end is my shit. Yeah. All of his stuff has a twist. Yeah. I like it.
2: I liked the twist a lot. The twist is the best part. Mm-hmm.
1: Me too. It was devastating. But then like they yeah. explained it too much. I'm like, shh. Let me let me do it myself. Let me just picture it. I don't want to see I don't want to see all too these much. things that yeah, I can't wait till we get there. So me and Kate can just like tear Arguing? apart that one scene.
2: Yeah, you know what scene it is. No, you know what scene I'm telling you what about. scene yeah, it yeah. is.
1: Yeah. All right. We'll
2: get to that scene. All right. Are we gonna talk now? We have to start at the beginning. The very the, okay. the very good place to start. Let's start with my my one of my boyfriends. Oh Andre. We're not going to we're not going
1: to talk about Andre. Oh, yeah. Andre (laughs) Andre's
2: a subplot. We don't have time for him. He's very attractive, though, you
1: guys. (laughs) So, I mean, the Andre scene is the first scene. Kate, tell tell people what happens with Andre.
2: He gets um, abducted by someone in a car playing the silly run rabbit song.
1: So this was within like five years of the George Zimmerman, Trayvon Martin thing. So we have an African-American man walking through a white neighborhood and feeling very uncomfortable. So we get to see that. Oh,
2: yeah. It's a white neighborhood. That's important.
1: Yes. And then we have a car. It was it was actually pretty hard to watch, a car like creeping behind him and watching him get scared and then people get out of the car and attack him and drag him into the car and that's fucked. So that's the first scene that we have. That's Andre. I was distracted by the song. Yeah, and the song was playing from the car, the Run Rabbit run is that what it's called Yeah, run rabbit run it just it undermined all of it for me was like the goofy horror
2: so and i know what he's trying to do i get it he's trying to like make it more of a genre movie when he does things like that but right Mm -hmm. i don't know doesn't it just doesn't hit the same for me it does later
1: yeah it felt appropriate to me i think it needed to be a song that stood out enough to where what they do it at the end and it's a callback I liked that it needed to be like a song that stood out and it also needed it to be a song that was like worked on multiple levels, which I think it does. Does it's like, it? Do you really think it does? I mean, it's saying like, run, like get out of here. And then it's sure. also like this creepy, like old timey thing. That's
2: not enough for me. Cause like that's, there's so many songs like that. It was a vibe. I guess. But like the whole movie isn't that vibe. That's where, cause it almost gives it like kind of that kind of like, no,
1: it's not. The movie's a lot more, uh, like realism and sinister and I don't know it is but it's not because uh, when I say like the vibe of the movie I mean like the vibe of the aggressors like the vibe of oh my god that part's the awful. bad people it's like it's like this old view of like old world view and to me that song being like a very old song reflects that time period And that's what I got out of it. What time period? I don't know. Whatever time period they're talking... Like, it's just like an old world. It's just like not a modern song.
2: There's so many other not modern songs that have more meaning and could have had more of a tie to like
1: what's going on and what their mission is. I don't know. There are multiple other songs, Kate, that I will tell you about. Tell me the other ones. Very, very appropriate. (laughs) Tell me the other ones. I'll tell you, I'll tell you them at the end. So you'll, you'll get to, you'll get to understand that that one doesn't really matter because it's not even the most important song in the movie. They play it the most though. They don't. Really? They play it twice.
2: Yeah. Did they play another song more than that? Yes. Oh, I Mm -hmm. see. I guess I wasn't paying attention to the music then.
1: Yeah. Well, it's in a different language. So. What? I didn't catch any of that. dun, dun. All right. All right. All right. I can't wait to tell you everything, Kate. I have like literally a whole page of things I did not know about this movie Jesus. that I'm going to tell you. It's in a
2: different language. There's songs in a different <gasps>
1: language. It's in Swahili. What? I didn't catch that at yep. all. All right. All right. All right. Here we go. Here tell we go. Me. I'm going to tell you the synopsis. Me. All right. So after Andre is abducted, now we have Chris Washington, an African-American photographer living in NYC with his white girlfriend named Rose. That's Daniel and Allison. Yes. Yes. And they're planning to travel to upstate New York to visit Rose's family for the weekend. And Chris asks Rose if her family knows that he's African American and she assures him that their family is not racist. Like you can tell she comes off really like she's on his side. She does. And you're like, wow, like she's a good job convincing everyone that she's on his side
2: but she also I think the writing here is good because it like also highlights he's like that's my concern that's what I that's some of the shit I don't want to deal with like even though that's not a big deal to you I also don't want to be dealing with that (laughs)
1: you know what I mean yeah totally I like I like
2: that I thought that was good
1: absolutely yeah and that's the thing too Is like the tone of this movie or I guess the tone of like we were talking about the antagonists the general antagonists of this movie is just very like micro-aggressions disguised by this, like, pretend progressive idealism that's, like, not actually real. Yeah. Um. So, I don't know. It's just, it's very interesting to see it from that point of view. Um. Anyway, Mm -hmm. so we get our quintessential horror movie drive through a winding country road (laughs) on the way to a weekend getaway. (laughs) I love it. I love that vibe. This is going to go great for everyone. It's going to go great. (laughs) And then we get a moment where they hit a deer on their drive Ugh, and sad. my question is why is this in every single horror movie I do like, why know. can I name like 30 horror movies where on their way somewhere they hit an animal I thought the same every time I thought that at least it makes a little bit more sense here because of like the police getting involved right the police being involved the fact that it's like a symbol and whatever trope Yeah. Trope. But then I was like, okay, never mind. They did a good job. (laughs) Part of it's like, I think they just want to have like a jump scare, like at the beginning. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's exactly what it is. Superficial part of it. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, the deer does end up coming back in multiple ways, blah, blah, blah. But like this specific trope, why is it in every fucking horror movie? It's in every horror movie. I don't understand.
2: It is. Literally. Stop
1: (laughs) killing animals with your car. Yeah. So yeah, after they hit the deer, the police are called and. The police officer is a dick to Chris and we, the oh audience, God, such a dick watch. I know it's so crazy. And we watch the audience or the audience watches Rose stand up for him. So at this point, we are team crows, as I call them.
2: Crows. <laughs> Chris and Rose. They're, they are a convincingly crows.
1: sweet couple. They are. Yeah, they are. It gets you. Yeah. You're like, oh, wow. OK, cool. 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 Because you feel like you're like, OK. He's not completely alone in this situation. He's got somebody. Right. They get to Rose's parents' house and we meet Rose's... Mansion.
2: Their mansion.
1: Yeah, their estate, if their you will. Their giant
2: summer <laughs> estate or whatever the fuck. In,
1: in upstate New York. And we meet Rose's mom, Missy... Who is a hypnotherapist and offers Sketch. to hypnotize Chris immediately to help him stop Amazingly. smoking? <laughs> Can you He's imagine? Like, well, maybe I should get to know you a little bit more. Like, bitch, I just met you. Just met you.
2: It's I love I love this because Rose is just like, oh my God, stop you guys. Like, this is like normal. She's like, like lol, <laughs> Guys, like, stop. Oh, you're embarrassing it. me. Don't listen oh, to them. I'm so embarrassed. Don't listen to them, Chris. I'm like, a <laughs> hypnotherapist? What the fuck? Oh, God. I would be like, my mom's going to try to hypnotize you. Just like, f- let me just get that on on the table. <laughs> let me just get that out of the Tell way. Tell them yeah. that before exactly. they agree to go. <laughs>
1: exactly. Jesus. Um, and her dad is a neurosurgeon, which is pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Um, and his name is Dean. And then he like says something about how her brother Jeremy, who's a douchebag, um, is in medical school. So we have a douchebag character named Jeremy who we haven't met yet. But these first few interactions are really awkward and there's these ignorant microaggressions that make Chris clearly uncomfortable, but he tolerates it. And you can tell it's just because he's like, this is just my normal daily life. This is what I
2: expected. He was like, knew it. He even later is like, I I told you, like, I don't even know what to say. I fucking told you so. Told you. Yeah.
1: (laughs) But like in a very nice way. I
2: can't imagine the awkwardness of like meeting... Some like someone who you love meeting their family who's important to them. But then also having to deal with all the bullshit. It's like, no. Yeah. And they'd only been together for like a few months. I'm like, you must really love her. I'm like,
1: yeah. yeah. Four months. Four
2: months. I'm like, that's not enough so. time for
1: this. <laughs> Go back. Yeah. But I also feel like as someone who is like a person of color, it just you just this is your daily life. Oh, you are just sucks. accepting it. And it sucks because this is just, like, even if it's not your significant other, it's how Someone you else. experience your life. And you're like, okay. Ugh. You know? And he knew <laughs> it, too. He's like, mm, mm. Well, that's the thing, too, is, like, he doesn't seem super, like, outwardly bothered by it. No. I mean, you can tell he's bothered by it. But he's also like, well, you know, I knew this was fucking going to happen. And she's super upset or pretends yeah. to be super upset about it. He's and mildly he's disappointed. Like, <laughs> he's like, well... I did tell you this was going to happen. So,
2: (laughs) yeah. Oh, also, all of the the only people who work there at this estate are black people.
1: Yeah. So he has like these weird communications with these African American, like the housekeeper, Georgina, and the groundskeeper named Walter. And he keeps going up to them and being like, oh, sweet. Like I have someone that I can like go to when I'm feeling uncomfortable. But these people are just like very standoffish, very strange behavior very abnormal um, like interactions with him. And he's just like, something's off about these people. I don't know what the fuck is going on. When he on. went
2: and talked to like the groundskeeper fellow, I was, I was Cringe. so
1: freaked out. I was like, what the fuck? I know. I'm so freaked out.
2: That scene, that, that may be one of my favorite interactions. Yeah. That guy's smiling. <laughs> I was like, what the fucking fuck? A God, Ugh. when he calls Rose a god, a god darn keeper or something like that. I'm
1: like, no, I don't like it. I don't like it. I know. Well, that's the thing, too, is they're using language that's like of a different generation. It's so weird. And it definitely stands out. And even their mannerisms, the way they speak, it's like you can tell it's like a not it's just a different generation. A you know? And then you're just like, what is going on? Even the, and yeah. the way they dress,
2: too. You're like, OK. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, OK. okay. Um, so <laughs> the night of their arrival... Chris feels uncomfortable, so he takes a walk outside by himself. The moment of their arrival, Chris feels uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and when he's outside that night, he encounters Walter, this groundskeeper, sprinting towards him. Cool. And then really cool. Walter, like, turns at the last minute and then ignores him. Like, this, these are the things that are just, like, fucking weird. Um. And then Chris goes back inside the house, and he finds Missy Rose's mom sitting on the couch, and she asks him if he went outside to smoke and again offers to hypnotize him to help him quit which he declines
2: yeah (laughs) it's like the correct answer she was so scary in that scene she was like that's my do you smoke around my daughter like that's my kid you know what i mean that's my fucking kid and i'm like are you threatening him with hypnotism i'm
1: i'm scared it's very yeah it's she's definitely got witch vibes oh my god (laughs) it's so scary
2: She's stirring that yeah. tea. And like, I remember the
1: first time I watched it, I'm like, I don't know anything that's going on, but don't drink the tea, bro. do know, right? <laughs> don't drink We all the thought tea. the tea was poison. We did. Um, so she asked him to sit and talk with her, which she secretly then turns into a hypnotherapy session by clinking her teacup with her spoon. And while in a trance, Chris confesses that when he was a child, his mom was killed by a hit and run on her way home from work. Oh my god, it gets so sad so fast. It just escalates so quickly. And he reveals that he feels responsible for his mom's death because he waited too long to call for help and to try to find her. Oh my god. And this is the scene that me and Kate were talking about where his face is just like beautiful and just like so terrified and the tears Ugh. are just like streaming down his cheeks and it's just like holy fuck what are you thinking about what are you to thinking get yourself to that point this like as an actor fear
2: and like sadness it was like a perfect fear and sadness yeah I was like oh my god this is so good this is so good both of them what's her name Keener's what's her name Catherine Keener yeah she's brilliant in this too but like damn
1: yeah damn Daniel it's it a- really scary scene. It's intense. (laughs) It's so intense. Yeah. And then just to make it even scarier in this trance, he then slides backwards into this void, which Missy calls the sunken place. And he's like falling into darkness and can't scream, but he can like still see his life on like a screen that's far away. So cool. I feel like it's like very Black Mirror. I don't know.
2: Yes, it is. It's very like, and and if you, and I think they showed that a lot in the trailers, I'm pretty sure. But like, if you didn't know that was coming, that would have been so even more powerful. It's just so good and so unexpected
1: and so original. I really like that. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this is psychological horror. Yeah. i for it. Oh, Ariana's going to really like this. Got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm like, mm, ooh, I'm what's that? <laughs> So then he like suddenly wakes up next to Rose in their bed and assumes it was all a dream. But then Walter acknowledges their brief encounter from the night before. And so Chris is like, hmm, maybe that wasn't a dream. But he's upset, but like also acknowledges that he doesn't feel the desire to smoke anymore. So he's like, maybe it's OK. Yeah. It makes him want to throw up. Yeah. You're like, that's bad, but OK. I guess it worked.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I don't think he, I don't know that he remember. He just thinks he had some weird dreams. He doesn't quite remember that he talked about
1: his mom. Right, right. He, well, he thinks that it was all a dream until Walter was like, sorry about last night. And then he was like, wait, I thought I dreamed that. I guess That's I didn't. so nuts. The family tells Rose that their annual get-together is that weekend, which Rose had completely forgotten was going to take place. So dozens of very wealthy, as <laughs> I wish should make it worse, dozens of very wealthy white people <laughs> <laughs> Arrived to the house, literally in like a stream of cars. It's like an old white people pageant. It's horrible. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible. <laughs> You're like in slow motion, like, oh, no. You're like, shit, no. no. What are they going to say? <laughs> and so Chris is like being in a team player and he's like, all right. Chris. And they're all really excited to meet him. But then they start making such these a good boyfriend awkward comment. Yeah, right awkward comments about like his physique. Oh my god. One woman just like grabs his muscles and is like, "Oh, you're muscly." And then she legitimately asks her asks Rose, she's like, "Is it true what they say?" <gasps> in and Rose front is of like him. in front yeah. of him. And what he's like, fuck? but the face he makes is like the kind of face yeah. where he's like face of resignation. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh, my God. How yep. fucking gross and terrible. I know. It's really shitty. Watching that, watching this as a
1: white person is honestly some, one of the most embarrassing moments of my life. Like... It's it's so cringe. It's like... So embarrassing. Cringe. And you can't look away. And you're like... It's like looking at a car accident. Because you know there's people like this that exist. You're like, what is
2: Colonel Sanders over here about to say? And then he's like, Black is in. And you're like, yep, that's what I was worried you were going to oh, say. Oh, my God. Some shit like that. Oh, my God. Cringe as... Fuck. I just can't. I can't imagine. I just can't imagine being subjected to this shit with someone who you've known for four months. I'm like, you must really love her.
1: You must love her. Ooh, you must she love must be her. The it one. must be love. It must be love. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like, I think at in 2017, you know, this was before like Black Lives Matter and the movement that brought the police violence to our attention. So, yeah. like, these types of comments I feel like in a movie would not make sense to us today because we'd be like, that's absolutely not true. It's absolutely not better to be African-American. But like these yes. these comments that they're making, it's just very cringe. It's even more cringe because that's like a whole other layer. It's like, dear God, like dear just God. the privilege and the ignorance, ignorance. the willful ignorance. Uh, yes, it's just like so hard to watch. But anyway, he's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. And the rich people... Think they're being progressive and respectful because they're clueless.
2: I I did. I did really. I appreciated that perspective because it would have been so easy to just do like what what you classically think of like a racist over racism. Yeah. Right. But they 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 did like the like the modern version of that. You know what I mean?
1: It's like, oh, Yeah. yeah, they're still racist. Never mind. They think they're not, but they're still racist. Yeah. I just thought of something to else about um, Jordan Peele. And I'm going to talk about it at the end, though. But, like, this is just so crazy. She got her thinky face on. I saw it. <laughs> well, I was thinking, like, Jordan Peele, you said he was raised by a single mom mm-hmm. in New York City. Mm-hmm. And he's in an interracial relationship. So I'm sure he yeah. very much identifies with, um, you know, with this character. Oh, so yeah. I think that's pretty cool.
2: It's a very unique and
1: needed perspective. Right. Exactly. Exactly.
2: Yeah. And to be in horror is, like, very...
1: Appropriate, you know what I mean. I love social commentary mm-hmm. horror. Let's take all these scary things that are mm-hmm. happening IRL and turn it into like a fucking horror movie, so that we can so it's palatable. <laughs> show people what it's like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's what it is. It's so crazy. um So Chris meets Jim Hudson, who's an art dealer who has become blind in his old age, but takes a particular interest in Chris's photography skills instead of his race and. Chris is somewhat relieved to have met him. So this is like somewhat of a breath of fresh air. In Almost the a normal person here. Yeah. Almost a normal person. And then Chris meets another young black man named Logan King, who is behaving very strangely and awkwardly and is married to and seemingly very much. Sexually involved in with. <laughs> Shall we say it? S- Actually involved with a white woman who is 30 plus years older than years him old? yeah yeah this red red-haired biddy mm-hmm. and he's mm-hmm. dressed so
2: twee he looks like he'd be like dating zoe de chanel or something he's got like the <laughs> yeah. tan flat hat you're like what the fuck what am i looking what at what am here? i looking yeah. at yeah and that's what daniel thinks too or the main character what's his name chris chris is like what the fuck is going on chris here this
1: is like what And it's also weird because Chris also, like, sort of recognizes Logan. He's like, Mm -hmm. have I met you before? And he secretly tries to take a picture of Logan because he's like, what is going on? Oh, wait.
2: Did we mention that Logan's a young black man? Did we mention that? That's important. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Oh, did did we? Okay. It's it's, it's my my boyfriend. It's my other boyfriend,
1: Lakeith. This is, yeah, a young black man, Logan, who looks like the character at the beginning of the movie, Andre. familiar. Hmm. Interesting. So Chris is like, this guy looks so familiar and takes a picture of him, but when the flash Ooh. goes off,
2: as if this movie couldn't get more embarrassing, the photo with oh the god. flash
1: on, I wanted to die. <laughs> yes. In a crowd of people. I'm like, no. In a crowd of people. <laughs> oh my god, I did that this weekend when I was with Kate. It was so embarrassing. Oh my god.
2: Yeah, Ariana did do that. That's right. It wasn't at a person as they were talking to us. Thank God. She was just trying to get a cute photo of a bar. I was trying to get a
1: cute, <laughs> a cute photo. And it the was flash terrible. was on. The flash was on. <laughs> and then Logan, something clicks when he sees the yeah. flash. And then he becomes hysterical and starts shouting at Chris to get, get out. out. And trying to get at him. And the others hold him back. Full nosebleed. Yeah. And Missy calms him down with a quick therapy session. Real fast. <laughs> and Dean later claims that Logan must have had a seizure from the camera flash. Oh, yeah, my God. That makes, God.
2: Sense. That makes sure. so much sure, sure, sense. Sure, 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 sure. sure, sure, sure. Yeah. They're like, he's, Daddy's a neurosurgeon. I think he knows what he's talking about. I'm like, I don't know that Daddy's ever seen
1: a seizure before. Yeah, for real. Okay. Also, I don't know. I feel like don't neuro like neurosurgery and like m- medical different. neurology yeah. are separate specialties. They In human medicine, I think they're very, very much separate, but also like no
2: excuses. You went to med school.
1: <laughs> you should know what a seizure looks like. I feel like everyone in our lives have witnessed a seizure. Right. And we should all know what that looks like. Well, yeah, Chris immediately was like, the fuck that was a seizure. Yeah. He was like, my cousin has epilepsy and that's not what... Yeah that fucking looks like no (laughs) yes like something's shitty around here something sus so now we have we get to know rod we love rod so chris tells his close friend rod all the strange shit that's been going down and rod is a tsa agent and he's the comic relief of the movie yeah we need him and we need it, and then Rod immediately suspects that something sketchy is going on, and claims that the white people are obviously taking all the black people as sex slaves, <laughs> sex which slaves. we love. We love We're it. We're like amazing, and um. Rod, uh, Chris tells Rod about Logan and sends him the picture he had taken of him and Rod immediately recognizes Logan as the missing man that they both briefly knew from Brooklyn the guy that was taken at the beginning of the movie it's not good that's bad a huge conspiracy Rod goes to the police and is like listen I'm a TSA agent so I know what I'm talking about
2: yeah he's he's with TSA I love what he's like I we actually might know more than you guys sometimes because we deal with terrorism yeah. <laughs> I
1: love it yeah it's definitely Jordan Peele has his comedic moment yeah with this he's guy. still funny he's still got it he's still he's still fucking funny um but of course they think he's ridiculous so they dismiss all of his claims and you're like damn it so close so close something could have had it but anyway now we're away from the party they decide to go on a walk so chris tells rose that he's uncomfortable and that he wants to leave and go home he's had enough and in the meantime what we have going on at the party is like Whoa. the most cringe thing that's ever existed. Whoa, if anyone so had walked in on this fucking movie with no context, it would be the most cringe of life. But they're literally holding a silent auction with Chris as the prize. Oh, my with God. With a giant picture of Chris at the front a framed the audience. A picture on an easel. Which I'm like, how did you? Subtle. You're lucky he's not there. He yeah, accidentally subtle, walk in bro. on this shit. It's so subtle. (laughs) Oh, my God. And they're like literally bidding for him a la, you know, slave auctions. It's very reminiscent and very. Actually, yes. Very terrible. And then we see that Jim, the art dealer that Chris had connected with, of course, wins.
2: We trusted you.
1: We trusted him. The only guy that we liked of all these fucking white people. And then he fucking wins. And I think he bids like tens of thousands of dollars. Yeah, he outbids everybody by a lot. That's for sure. By a lot. Yes. So we're like, what the fuck is fucking what is going, going about? on? Horrible. About- <laughs> so Chris is packing to leave. And as he's packing to leave, he finds a box with photos of Rose the posing. Box. With several previous Black partners, including Walter and Georgina. Oh, so the, my God. So the groundskeeper and the housekeeper. It's
2: just like photo after photo of like, this boyfriend, this boyfriend, this boyfriend. It's just
1: like 10 boyfriends and girlfriends that are all African-American. Just photos of him in a box. Not fucked up at all. She had said previously that he right. was supposedly the first African-American man that she had dated. Yeah. And... This is clearly not the case. So that's Lies. like red flag number one. She's lying about something. You can't really explain that away, right? No. So, <laughs> so Chris is like, mm, Rose is sus, but like, we're going to get going. So he's like, Rose, get the keys to the car. We're going to fucking go right now. We're leaving immediately. Like, I'll explain. Yeah, I'll explain like, on she's the road. Like, looking,
2: she's like looking for the keys and he's like, we'll look for him as we're walking. Like, let's go. He's like, go. let's
1: let's move. Yeah, let's <laughs> let's do this while we move. I love that. I'm like, that's right. Let's get some pep in our step, Rose. For real. Yeah. So they're like walking downstairs and Rose is still looking for the keys. And then all of a sudden she reveals that she had the keys the whole time and that she's been in on the conspiracy. And you're <gasps> like, no. Not Rose. <laughs> that was the twist in the movie where I was like, oh, you got me good. They got because me the whole so time good. I fucking thought, you know me, I'm like ready to look for the twist. Yeah, I was like, you are. ooh. And you're distracted because you're like, what is this slave shit that's happening? They got you with a, like, a, with a
2: strong... Feminist woman is what they got you in. That's what it is. Mm -hmm. That's what it is. Very progressive
1: white woman. I'm like, yeah, Rose's the shit. Nope. She's fucking in on it. Thank God. They
2: they really seem to have like such a genuine love for each other. You're like, I know. Can he catch a fucking break? Like, Jesus fucking Christ. I know this poor guy.
1: We don't even know what the auction's about yet. He doesn't know about that. Right. So he's like, fuck. So he tries to leave. And then the family locks him in the house. That. And Jeremy the douchebag brother and chris physically fight but then missy just uses her teacup to make the noise that triggers chris to go into the sunken place so he's like knocked out can i say something yes
2: that was one of the things i'm like why wouldn't you just start with that
1: (laughs) (laughs) you know what i mean just pick up you're right you're right but i also think the douchebag kid this douchebag guy is just like a loose cannon yeah that's what it
2: is yeah yeah, he keeps talking about like jujitsu. Oh my God, his was the worst. He's into like MMA. Whenever he was at, this is a scene from the very beginning when you're like, oh, we hate this character, the brother, where he starts talking mm-hmm. about black people's genetic makeup.
1: I know, it's really cringe. And you're
2: like, what the fuck are you? You were just talking about jujitsu. What the fuck is going on? And he like tries to put Chris in a headlock and everyone's like, chill out. Don't, yeah. Uh, I was like, go, 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 go. yeah. It's like, please that stop. That was the first <laughs> night. That was night one. He didn't know about any of the other shit yet. No, and he's just like, I'll deal with this. I guess. No. The brother was scary. The brother was unhinged and scary. And I, I, you know what? I would buy that the brother just wants to fight somebody because he's got his like lacrosse shit out and he's like ready to go.
1: He does want to fight somebody, but he's also like wants. I think he wants to be the winner. Of- yeah, he wants to win. He wants—you know what I'm talking about. We haven't really gotten there yet, but he wants to be the one that is at the end of it all. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's why he's, like, fighting and frustrated and pissed about how things turn out. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think he's just a loose cannon. I know that it's, like, maybe the writing, but also I think that's his character. I don't know. The
2: dad doesn't make sense, though. Why would the dad— It
1: just seems it seems a little bit like a family of theater kids, a little bit. It just
2: it starts playing out like that from this moment forward. Is I'm like, oh, you guys are just dramatic as hell. Okay. (laughs) What do you mean? Like like they're just so extra about everything from this moment forward. The family is.
1: You're right, you're right. And it does it does seem like, and obviously we haven't gotten there yet, but this isn't the first time that this has happened so of it's like you think you'd be better at right. streamlining this process that's exactly <laughs> what it is that's exactly where i'm like this yeah. is inefficient <laughs> yeah and rose is efficient as fuck she nailed her shit she is the most efficient of any
2: the rest of them were kind of useless Ro- the the, par- the the girls right the girls are yeah. pulling their weight the guys are yeah fighting everyone i don't They're understand dumb as fuck and yeah. having bad uh, <laughs> sterile technique we'll get there
1: We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. We're it's so a whole close. part that we rage Ooh. about. I'm sure we're going to fucking worry. rage. I can't wait. <laughs> but Chris wakes up and he's tied to this like armchair recliner thing mm-hmm. in the basement and he's forced to watch this video presentation. That the video shows- like
2: turns on automatically. Like there's no one there. There's no remote. It's just like this like spooky vintage television. I'm like, okay. It's just on a timer. It's on a, yeah. I'm like, you, uh,
1: someone's behind him with a remote. You just don't see him. That's
2: my point. I'm like, that's the only reason that this would happen is if someone's wa- watching him, waiting for him to re- regain consciousness, and then turning on the video and like scurrying away to their position. And that's dramatic as hell. So, like, why is this family so ridiculous? <laughs>
1: They're just so dramatic. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Like, I guess that doesn't make sense. That's like,
2: it's just little things like that that I'm like, this would work if you had been doing this kind of like not realistic. Shit, the whole movie, but you weren't.
1: No, you're so right, Kate. Like, that is why the first time I watched this, that was my big cr- criticism was like how it was super, super real. And then all of a sudden it just takes you out of it because you're just like. Yeah. This premise doesn't make any fucking sense. The video is where I got lost. But I I, and, you know, you know, explain the video. Tell, <laughs> tell the club what's on the video. I love I love the shit, though. Some dystopian whatever. I fucking love it. I do, too. <laughs> I'm here for it. But I'm just like this feel this is fun, but a little bit unearned. Clockwork orange tied to a chair watching some shit. <laughs> so he's watching a presentation that Rose's grandfather is explaining that their family. <laughs> I can't even do it. Their family <laughs> transplants people's brains into new bodies and that the host is like still conscious, but they're like powerless and they act as a passenger for the rest of their lives. And that's what they plan to do with him. Which,
2: Like, why would you tell and then they, they're like as a, as a person watching this, watching this like
1: cult training video, I guess. <laughs> is that what we should call it? You're like, well, I think they're just like explaining to him like, this is your life now. Which they don't need to do. Bad news bears. Yeah. So they try to like kind of explain it in a couple of moments of like why they're
2: explaining to their victim, like their plan. It's just it's right. giving it's giving um,
1: like Bond villain. It's giving. <laughs> you're right. You're right. It's like now we need the villain to do a mon- like a, a monologue yeah, about explaining all of their actions up until this point. And you're like, yes, that's not that's a that's not how we normally tell stories. But OK, You know what's great? It's like usually I'm the one with like suspension of disbelief issues. And here we are with Kate. I know. Fucking throwing that shit under the bus and we love it. (laughs) (laughs) It's great to not have to be that person.
2: I know. I know. I'm I'm absolutely the bad cop of this episode for sure. I like it. I like it. Of course. That's why
1: you're grinning (laughs) from ear to ear. You don't have to be bad cop for once. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yes, I there are certain things I don't like suspension of disbelief for specifically medical things which obviously we'll get there don't worry that is where I lost at that point up to this point I'm here for it I'm like yes hypnotize him show him some fucking dystopian nonsense I'm not questioning it I I don't give a fuck why they're showing it to him I just want to know like explain it to me that's you you. and
2: I knew that you would because you want things explained to you and I don't (laughs) I'm like, let me, f- I can get there. I'm like, Shh, I got it. I can figure it out. You don't have to l- lay it all out in three sentences in a row.
1: People need to tell me that there is want, a reason. You, you know? want the reason. Yeah. You want the reason you want, want the reason it in your hand right there. I want it spoon fed to me. Give it to me. No,
2: not spoon. Give you don't like me.
1: anything spoon fed. You want <laughs> allegory.
2: You want it to be ridiculous and no one else can understand
1: it. But you want, yes. you want there to be a, a very exact and literal reason. Yes. A very exact reason, which is why I love this video. It's creepy as fuck. We have an the old man. Fun. The video's fun. With like, yeah, with like the little kid Rose and the little kid Jeremy. And they're like, there with their family. And he's like, this is our family. You immediately know who it is. And then you're like, wait, there's two. Yeah, where's, there's grandpa. There's a grandma there. You're like, OK, it's not good. So then it's bad. after that video, then Chris is connected to another stream. Um, and it's of Jim the art dealer that paid for Chris and Jim explains for some reason why Jim is (laughs) this, this, this part got me. Why is Jim explaining it? Why is someone else not explaining this? Back to
2: back too. It's like, this is why we're doing this. This is why we're doing that. Hi, I'm going to say it all over again. I'm Jim. I'm going to be taking your brain today.
1: The first time I watched this, I was like, totally like unaware of why this is weird. The second time I was like, why is Jim? Yeah, I don't get it. I don't get They why try Jen's to explain it.
2: it. They give like a, like they give a canon explanation. Like they kind of like fit it in at the end where they're like, I don't know. Apparently it's, it's better for the, the, the success of the procedure is better if the host has an <laughs> understanding. I'm like, sure, sure, sure. <laughs>
1: like, wait, why wait, not? just wait, Kate. I can't wait because I don't feel like you remember specifically what, like a quote, I'm going to tell you a quote that he says and it's going to piss you off. Okay. I can't wait. So. <laughs> so jim explains that the family targets black people but that he actually doesn't care about chris's race he's
2: like i'm not racist <laughs> yeah he's like i just want okay. your eyesight i'm just taking advantage of this racist system for my benefit but i'm not exactly. racist,
1: so that i can see and create art he,
2: yeah because he, he the whole time he's like you've got such a good eye you've got such a good eye for, for, you know, photography. And then he's like, I want your eyes.
1: And I'm like, okay. but it's like your eyes like to see or like your photography eye or both. Both. I because think it's both. But I'm like, but that's in his brain. The photography eye. Yeah. It's <laughs> not going to transfer. Doesn't work That like doesn't that. make any sense. But wait, wait for this. So he explains that the surgery makes the host a passenger in their own body by leaving the, yeah. quote, piece yeah. of your brain yeah. that is connected to your nervous system. <laughs> I
2: remember that
1: i wrote that down it is your nervous system i was like i was like excuse me what the fuck did you just say i rewound it like four times because i was like i need to get the quote right because i need kate to freak out about this
2: it's like what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about bro who's doing this surgery don't let them hey
1: guys your brain is a part of your nervous system your entire brain
2: (laughs) it's the very important part of your nervous of your central nervous system that's where it all goes. That's your computer in your brain. That's, that's, the, that's the central, important nervous part. You got to have it. <laughs> the part of your brain that's attached to your nervous system. I was like, is he talking about the brain stem? Because I promise his photography is not in there.
1: Well, that's the thing is I was waiting. I was like, is he going to like say certain parts of the brain? And that's why I kept rewinding it because I was like, I was here for it. I was like, give me something, you know, give me something to the cerebellum. Redeem. Just
2: like say a word,
1: anything. <laughs> Redeem yourself a little
2: bit. Pituitary. Pick a pick a word. Pick one. Pick a word. hippocampus. Gerald's like, game picked pituitary. What are you gonna pick? <laughs> <laughs> they picked central nervous system and they used it wrong. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah,
1: Jordan Peele. One of your one of your main villains is a neuroscientist, Jordan. Jordan needs a consultant that is a neurosurgeon. We volunteer on. We'll do it. Fine. Well, I don't think I know enough.
2: <laughs> no, we, I definitely don't. I don't do brain surgery.
1: Yeah, they need whoever Grace Anatomy uses to consult oh <laughs> they God. need mcdreamy and mcsteamy
2: that's <laughs> at that least get on the mcsteamy level of medical accuracy jordan yeah, at least
1: uh so that's what he sees and he's like the fuck and then it cuts to the teacup and the spoon and then he goes unconscious again right okay right. great
2: it just seemed it just felt so silly it suddenly it got did. so silly and i'm like what the f- and then, they, then he just goes unconscious again. I'm like, what was the point of any of that?
1: <laughs> what was that? Oh, that was for me. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. I don't know how they could have done it
2: better, but just you know, showing shit behind the scenes. The main character doesn't have to know everything.
1: We, the audience, can know more than the character does. You know what I mean? You're right. But like, he needs to know what's at stake so that when he what's leaves, at stake? You can what's at stake so that you can feel his relief when he yes, escapes. Yes, 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 yes. Okay.
2: I hear you. Yeah but he knows it's bad like you know what i mean yeah he he was ready to leave before he saw this video
1: that's true he was like i need to get out got to
2: get the fuck out <laughs> Get the fuck oh my out. God! Is that where the name of the movie? I'm just kidding. I promise. Oh my God! <laughs> oh my that's God! That's the name of the movie. That's another thing that I just didn't love. I'm like, oh, they said the name of the movie. They it, it, said it's, it. a, it's a very personal ick for me. It's not. It's not based on anything.
1: I agree. It's just a little bit of an ick. Sorry. Takes you out of it. Sorry, yeah. Jordan. <laughs> yeah. So then we have me and Kate's favorite scene in the whole wide world, which is the <laughs> OR scene. Just go. Um. Just
2: tell him. <laughs>
1: so, so we have an operating room that is unsterile with lit candles in the middle of the operating room.
2: It, the whole surgery is lit by
1: candles. It's candlelight. Don't worry about it. It's brain surgery. We don't it's, care. We don't need to see. We need candles, though. <laughs> and then we have a neurosurgeon that uses his sterile gloves to put his mask on.
2: Oh my god! Okay, guys, every <laughs> single fucking movie does this, and I don't understand. They put their goddamn know. gloves, They're sterile gloves that are going to be touching the brain. Right. They're going to be touching you. And then they put it all. They just like pull their mask on and off with it. Like their face <laughs> is sterilized. <laughs>
1: it's like, st- well, that, well, that's ruined. Like everything's ruined. You can't do anything. We're not just for everyone who's listening. We're not being snobs. It's just that like when you're it's egregious, it's 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 just like so hardwired into you and like you have so much anxiety about breaking sterility that when you see things broken, yeah, because it, it, you will die if you do it. When you see sterility broken, it's like really, really annoying. Slash, like it really hurts your brain.
2: It hurts <laughs> so bad. And they keep do- guys. So like, if you've never seen someone scrub into a surgery, it's like we don't even do that in the room with the patient. Like we're like the germs aren't flying around in that room. We're doing that in a separate room, and then yeah, we have a scrub nurse. Who is assisting us, another sterile person who is making sure that we are fucking sterile. And then they like, we like hold our hands in the air or clasp them together and like waddle around, terrified that anything's gonna touch us until we get to
1: our spot. Yeah. And then we don't, Basically, move. It, then you Promotes don't, move. OCD. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Basically, if you have OCD, it makes it worse. You're welcome if you're my (laughs) surgery patient. You're very welcome for the OCD. Because then you're constantly thinking about where are my hands touched? Is it sterile? Is it not sterile? What field is sterile? What's not? It's like constant Mm -hmm. in the forefront of your brain. And that's why it's so hard to watch scenes like this. And then, Kate, the freaking instruments that come out of a leather case, a (laughs) red leather case that is unsterile. (laughs) Like he opens like a suitcase and it's... Like got red leather on the inside and the instruments are just like in there. I,
2: I know. I'm like, is this the civil goddamn war? Are you going to saw his yes. leg off and
1: like make him bite onto a piece of leather? What is going on here? I've liked the like movie magic of it all. I like that it's in like a suitcase and it's like red leather. Like I like that. But again, it doesn't fit the rest of the movie. It doesn't fit the vibe of the rest of the movie. Fit the vibe. So that it's not like an artistic abstract piece it's like realistic was i getting was i digging into the medical accuracy of
2: repo the genetic opera i wasn't <laughs> i let it do whatever the goddamn hell it surgery. wanted to do surgery 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 <laughs> surgery i was like whatever you want to do repo you do it i'm here for it face transplant love it do more of yes. that. Uh, an more. unsuccessful face pla- transplant even better yes
1: it falls off
2: Absolutely. Yes, but if you have demanded (laughs) that, like I am, like giving you my full attention to this movie, and I am like treating it very seriously, and then you do this, yeah, I'm like, "Mm." I know, "Mm."
1: it's a tonal mismatch for me. That's it. It's just a tonal mismatch. I agree completely. That being said, this premise is so wild and so outrageous, fun and fun that it's like I don't know how you could have done it successfully. What, there's literally no way Um, you can possibly create a scenario in which someone is getting some sort of like consciousness transplanted into another consciousness, except Black Mirror did it. Black Mirror did it. Yep. So fucking Black it, Mirror. So
2: it can. So was that, was that it the can, end of your sentence? It can work. You're like, you fucking can't unless you do it and then you can't do it. You,
1: unless you're Black Mirror. Unless you're Black Mirror. <laughs> you know what he needed? He needed to consult Black Mirror.
2: What is that guy's name? Yeah, because it's like this one writer for Black Mirror who like writes all of the good shit.
1: Get that guy involved. You're never. Do you know how much fucking like dystopian... Medical. He's done his fucking research. Amazing, mm-hmm. crazy shit that happens on Black Mirror. And yet, Charlie Booker—that's who it is. Charlie Booker. And yet we fucking believe it all. There's no hook, line, and sinker. Yum, give it to me. There's no moment, yeah, where we're like, what the fuck. Mm-hmm. So, yes, I agree. He missed the mark with this scene. That being said, love the idea. <laughs> Fail.
2: <laughs> the Bail suspension of books.
1: disbelief has come. We have just completely work.
2: swapped personalities today. We did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Me and Kate are like completely opposite. Just swapped. It's We're just fine. keeping you guys on your toes, club members. There needs to be one. Ooh, that's the thing. Can't catch us. <laughs> if you're see, that's the thing. If you're bringing that energy, Kate. Now I don't have to bring it. This is what we should do. We should switch every time. <laughs> that's what we should do. Give me a break. Give it's you a like break. It's like a
2: debate team. It's like pro or con. You know, <laughs> yeah. are you in opposition yes. or affirmation? That's what we got to do. We should it's just exactly like, what draw we do. Card at the beginning of the episode.
1: <laughs> and be Like okay. Yeah. I know. Well, we'll suspend our disbelief for black mirror because you'll do it well because they did it correctly yes that's right because did they didn't touch correctly. no
2: one touched a, a mask with their filthy little paws <laughs> <laughs> that's just
1: egregious how dare you oh there's an exposed Ugh. brain in the room also during all of it. oh yeah there's a full brain out scalp don't worry just about it out and about with the candles <laughs> oh my god The fucking candles. So then Jeremy comes to the basement to fetch Chris for his surgery. And at this time, it's revealed that Chris had only been pretending to be unconscious because he had blocked his auditory hypnosis trigger from the TV by picking cotton. (gasps) Ew, no, I didn't think about that. That's terrible. Wait, Kate, you didn't get
2: that? No, I didn't get that. Ew, Kate. Wait, is that intentional? Yes, Kate. I didn't know that. I was just like... Hold
1: on. There are probably... I shit you not, Kate. I have a full page of things like this. Oh, Like my God. little symbols and things that Jordan Peele snuck into this Ariana movie. i
2: can't... She can't pass by a symbol. She can't I'm a do it. sucker. She I'm can't. a sucker for a metaphor. She always stops and looks at <laughs> this it. This is
1: the only one that I was like, okay, picking cotton. Got it. Like that, I, didn't, I understood. Listen,
2: as a light sleeper, I was like, what kind of cotton is that? And... <laughs> Are there earplugs made out of it? Because that worked really nicely. Yeah, I was going to say that actually does it. That's like not no. enough. That's not, not yeah, going to be enough. I always sleep with earplugs. I'm like, no, you're still going to hear the neighbor's dog with that. Sorry. You're still going to get hypnotized. Yeah, you're not going to block out your ear holes enough with that. You might as well just start singing loudly. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh yeah, That's what I would do. <laughs> That's I'm Henry, so i the 8th <laughs> doesn't make a good horror movie apparently
1: hold up Kate you would be like the funniest victim <laughs> they would be like we caught a crazy one we'd be like let this one go
2: let her yeah, go yeah will be like she's, she's not worth yeah, it. it she doesn't fucking yeah not worth we don't it. want that brain that one's <laughs> got a bad brain we
1: don't want to share a brain with her forever
2: <laughs> no part of her nervous system
1: you don't want any of it this clumsy <laughs> we don't want her loud nervous bitch system. yeah I love it <laughs> Oh, my God. Anyway, sorry, guys. We got sidetracked. But, okay, so he he's in an armchair. He's, like, anxiously, like, like clawing at it.
2: I did like the foreshadowing that he had been... Clo- yes. That was, like, a nervous tick of his was, like, clawing That was, like,
1: what he would do. Yeah, he would, like, yeah, claw like, pay the off. chair arms. Mm-hmm. Right. Set up and pay off. So, love to see it. Love it. Absolutely. He, like, claws through it. There's, like, the stuffing that's in, like, a, you know, a chair recliner. And he apparently picks it out, and puts it in his ears mm-hmm. and so he's able to block that shit out and mm-hmm. so he's not really asleep and then Jeremy comes to like unstrap him to like put him in a wheelchair and wheel him up to the OR oh
2: Jeremy's also in already in his sterile garb just like walking around the basement
1: my god <laughs> it's so funny and there's a loose iv bag hanging oh, from yeah. the there's there's no line there's, Kate, just there's a no bag. line <laughs> there's a fucking like pole with a, just a loose iv bag
2: just in case we need that at some point no line needed we'll just squirt it right onto the brain we'll bite it we'll rip it open with our teeth and just like with our teeth yeah why not
1: um but anyway so he's he's not asleep he stands up he grabs a bocce ball because there's like these casual fun game things in the basement and he hits jeremy over the head it's like the game torture room i don't understand we're in a game room in the basement yeah, the bocce ball scene was good, though. He really does crush his skull. Exactly. And you think he's dead, but he's not dead. Don't worry. But he's unconscious. And then Chris is like, and he like runs out of the basement, gets free. Not before he steals the deer mount off of the wall in the basement. You know
2: how fucking heavy that would be? Do you know how fucking heavy that would be?
1: No. What is in those? Very. Well, there's a whole deer fucking head in them. No, the skin. The skin is on like a styrofoam. What? like taxidermy it's not a head it's just like this hell over something and i don't know what's inside of them
2: i still think that'd be heavy
1: as shit i don't know he's a strong guy he he is a strong (laughs) guy he did take that bocce ball and like put it through that guy's head yeah it's very satisfying to watch a victim who is like physically able to overpower someone oh
2: yeah he, he uses yeah. his adrenaline to his advantage. <laughs> He's,
1: like, He's like, fuck you. Go! Beats the shit out of him. And then he impale, He uses the deer mount antlers to impale Dean, our neurosurgeon.
2: That's so fun. Um, you know what I mean? Like, that's so, so fun good. and cool.
1: Does it, we love it. It's a bit tonally different. than Like, I would just use a bocce ball. Kate, this is one of the symbols. This is it. The this antlers? is a big thing. Did you know about this? No. The only thing I noticed... Well, I noticed the deer, the common like deer motif but I didn't notice it to this extent which we'll talk about um why this is relevant but the only thing I noticed when I watched this the first time was the fucking cotton that was the only thing I was like oh picking cotton this fucking stupid. yeah they're really just rubbing salt <laughs> in the goddamn wound aren't they I know I know Ugh. but anyway so in this struggle where he impales a guy with buck antlers um one of the idiotic candles that are lit in the OR knocked over <laughs> and it sets fire to the bed
2: that's why we don't have candles in the OR you guys <laughs> Turns out, turns out, it's maybe a mistake. Don't
1: light your OR with candlelight.
2: Oh my god! If you don't have the surgeon's light, like exactly where they need it, they might scream. Like because it's like you they know what will I mean? scream. They will 100%. scream at you,
1: and you will cry. Mm-hmm. Not speaking from experience at all. That's never happened. <laughs> never. When we say surgeons, we don't mean like Kate. Kate's like not. She's like a cool surgeon. Oh, I would
2: never. Oh, my God. Because I've been the other person that gets screamed
1: at. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So while this is happening, this is my favorite scene. Are you ready? Do you know what I'm going to say? No. My favorite scene is Rose oh, sitting in her room. My God. Eating Fruit Loops, listening to Time of My Life, drinking milk. <laughs> but that music choice was so good. Googling her next Black victim from a list of pro athletes. Oh my god. Like a psychopath.
2: And she not only
1: does she is she doing all of this horrific shit, she's also biting the fruit loops. Like it's not just a one-bite fruit loop. She's taking bites. Yeah. Like she's nibbling. taking bites of a fruit loop. Mm-hmm. And then following Which is something up. Kate would do, by the way. No, I wouldn't. <laughs> Kate, you definitely would take a bite of a fruit loop. No, 100%. I would never. I would never. One you definitely in another podcast, you told me you wanted to be a squirrel. I did. That is that. a squirrel thing i was to thinking do. the
2: same thing. Yeah, but not yet. Not yet.
1: Later. Next life. In, in another life.
2: This life, I can fit many Fruit Loops in my mouth at once. So I don't need to do <laughs> also, that.
1: Also, she's eating milk separate from her Fruit Loops. I hate it. Like with a literal sociopath. Like a serial killer. Like a fucking serial killer. This is
2: one thing I had a little bit of a problem with, but I can I, I can put up with it because in one of the photos they show in her box is clearly her like... In high school theater, you know what I mean? Like,
1: so I'm like, oh, Oh, she's the actress. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm
2: like, okay, so she's a little actress. That's
1: what that picture was for. That's
2: what I got. I'm like, okay, she's a little actress of the family. So of course she's gonna be like acting. So that's that's she's the bait or whatever. And but then like the fact how how she goes from so cool girl to so uncool girl, I'm like that's fascinating mm. but also doesn't make total mm-hmm. like she like completely buttons up her button up all the way to the top she's just like and she's wearing like a white button a white down. button down like she's a waitress and then she has her hair like slicked
1: back and like a slick back ponytail <laughs> like a slick back. that, that changes immediately the Immediate. second she says the second she says i have the keys right here the hair goes in a ponytail tight ass pony I she's was like, like great now I don't have to do... wear my hair down anymore uh, yeah I was like what <laughs> happened like so fast you like just change a wardrobe change <laughs> this is like me coming home from work I'm like dressed all cute my hair's like down I walk in immediately goes goblin. into a bun <laughs> <laughs> Immediately.
2: Yeah. Bra immediate floor. goblin
1: <laughs> exactly goblin mode okay so
2: this is just like her comfort goblin you know actually this that is her explains comfort it. this is her goblin yeah, mode her comfort zone is khakis sitting croc- cross-legged wearing khakis in her own bed <laughs>
1: <laughs> Psychopath eating Fruit Loops, eating taking fruit bites loops. of Fruit Loops, individual Fruit Loops. All right, so back to Chris. So he makes a run for it, and he comes to Mitzi in the kitchen. She attacks Chris with a knife, and then Chris is able to like turn the knife on her and stab her and kill her. So missy's dead, like in
2: the eye, but they don't show it. Isn't that kind of disappointing a bit? Yeah, that's a little upsetting. Because like they they're like showing us like boshy ball to the head, impaled with an antler, and then like they stop
1: showing the kills for like a minute. I'm like, ah. Well, no one really wants to see like you know. I mean, that's the thing, right? It's, she does right here. Yeah, I get that. But I think like the general public probably feels a little bit more okay with like man on man violence than like a man killing a woman. Oh, for I don't sure. Know. For sure.
2: They definitely water down specific scenes of violence so that more people oh, yeah. could comfortably watch this.
1: <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because at the end of the day, this is not a slasher. It's a psychological thriller. Yes, but so that's what we're all here for. Why not both? <laughs> Porque no los dos. Porque no los dos so so then uh, chris is like booking it on the way out and jeremy then jumps on chris and then chris is able to they don't give up oh my god he just has to kill him one after another he's able to uh overpower jeremy and actually kill him this time the muscle. so then chris is free he drives off in jeremy's car and on the way out fucking georgina is standing in the middle of the room like a fucking idiot so chris <laughs> accidentally hits her with his car and then obviously the guilt of like oh, his mother's death and the hip on yeah, the hit and run that his mom underwent. He stops and he's like, fuck it. And he carries Georgina to the car and he's like sort of trying to like save her slash yeah. get her help. Um, but then of course she wakes up and attacks him. And so in the struggle, he crashes into a tree and Georgina's killed.
2: Cool. Oh, I did like the scene though where she like comes to in the um, as he's driving the car, and her, her wig slips back, and you can see her lobotomy line—the scar. I was like, yeah. ooh, ooh. got it." And then you realize that Walter's hat—you're like, "Oh!" And then Andre's
1: hat—you're like, "Oh, that's why you're wearing that stupid fucking hat." Yeah, the hats—that's mm-hmm. one of the things that I was going to tell you about, Kate. But. My question is: Is it really a lobotomy? No. Isn't a lobotomy when they separate the two lobes, like the hemispheres? Yeah,
2: it's a or um yes craniotomy. It's cutting into the lobe. Yeah, is that what it is? A craniotomy?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I guess anything that yeah. you do in the brain would be like a craniotomy, right? Right. Exactly. But like, who knows what he they fucking did? So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who fucking knows what brain they actually did with the brain? Surgery. Brain surgery that is nonspecific. Don't somehow worry about it leaves. We only take the brain that's not part of the nervous system. Yeah,
2: only that part. Don't worry, you won't miss it. Don't worry.
1: But, you know, I will say, Kate, when I was like, you know, researching this, they definitely refer to the procedure as a lobotomy. They do. And I'm yeah. like, that's not, not what this is. Anyway. No. <laughs> just Google the word lobotomy, Jordan. <laughs> just, damn it, Jordan. Google Have it. some sort of, just fucking get McSteamy for your fucking crew. It's, yeah, it's that's it. That's all you gotta do. McSteamy level. Literally. Le- McSteamy level. You just need someone who has, like, the most, like, basic amount of neurosurgery knowledge. And if you can't afford a neurosurgeon, that's fine. Get, like, a neurosurgery scrub nurse or something. Anyone. Because that's all you need. Because the general public doesn't (laughs) fucking need that shit. But it's really offensive. (laughs) (laughs) People with the basic amount of knowledge. I don't know.
2: We immediately float away from the movie. Just
1: like, all right, well, I'm gone. Well, that's the thing, too. It's like I feel like horror movie people, a lot of them are in the medical field. Yes, they are. Because we're all crazy. We're all
2: (laughs) nuts. We're all fucking nuts. We all have a lot of energy we have to put somewhere like horror.
1: Yes, exactly. He's screwing over a lot of his audience. But That's right. I love how personally we're taking this. This one flaw. Well, yeah, it's a whole scene. And it's the peak of the movie. That's that's what it is. It's the whole point of the movie. Like, it's all building up to this. And then I'm just like, I just can't. So having witnessed Chris's escape and the scooping up of Georgina Rose, armed with a rifle, (laughs) chases down Chris with Walter. So Walter's helping her. And Walter is able to subdue the injured Chris during the chase and gets on top of him. And Chris flashes his phone camera, which causes Walter to very briefly regain control of his body. And then Walter tricks Rose into giving him the rifle, which he then uses to shoot her in the abdomen and then shoot himself in the head. So Walter's dead and Rose is mortally wounded. And so Chris, I don't know why, decides to strangle Rose, which I'm like, bro, there are so many dead people. There are so many dead people, you're going to get blamed for all of them. Don't put your fucking... Hands oh on God. her. That's what Leave. Emma she's said. She's not going to
2: survive. That's what Emma said. Emma was like, he sure is touching a lot of stuff here. <laughs> like, that's yeah, why he said. is. For real. For like, real. I'm like, you want to touch she's the gun? She's out. Do you want to just touch all of it? Yeah, she's on she's her gonna own. She's going to die. I, I thought it was like he still like loves her and just wants to give her like a more compassionate end. But like she'll it's coming soon. Don't worry.
1: I don't I didn't take it as like a nice death moment. I because he gets down to strangle her even before she says anything, but then she starts playing the victim while yeah. he has his hand around her neck, Oh, and okay. she says, like that she loved him and like she's just basically turns it back on because she's a fucking sociopath yeah. and tells him I what he wants to hear. That. I did like that. Me too. Me too. But then she weirdly starts smiling after he like continues to try to strangle her which I think is in response to the fact that you can tell it's like really hard for him to strangle her and that he really did love her. And she thinks that's funny because she's a fucking sociopath. Mm-hmm. So then she starts smiling and then he's like, God damn it. But then, of course, we hear police sirens and we're like, Wee-wee. fuck. Yeah, we're like, this is
2: what we were, we're concerned
1: like, about. Ah! Yes. Oh, my God. That was like probably the scariest moment. That was for really me scary. As in, I was like, Don't. I was like, no, bro, you're going to I can to only jail. take so much. I know. Oh, my God. And so Chris lets go of Rose. He puts his hands up, even though he's the fucking victim. But, yeah. you know, that's whatever what you have to do. That's what you're trained to do. And so he lets go of Rose and the police or the driver of the police car is revealed to be our BFF Rod, the mm-hmm. TSA agent. And the car is not really a police car. It's like a TSA car with sirens. Does that exist? A TSA car? I have never seen one. I was I've like, never seen one? Why would you need a TSA car? Why is TSA going around? And also if he is Where'd he get it? Where'd he get it? Yeah, have yeah. So many questions. I was like, I'm happy it's not the police, but I'm what? Confused.
2: Yeah. You just get to have um, like a car with sirens on it. I'm pretty sure that you can't do that for this reason, because people think it's the police.
1: Okay, but we're happy. <laughs> Rod's here. We're we're happy. <laughs> we're relieved. So Rod rescues Chris and they drive away. As Rose is left to bleed out on the road. Yeah.
2: We we love watching her
1: bleed out, though. Rose is gonna die, which is obviously a callback to his mom bleeding out on the road. So sad. Slowly, which happens, like... And the deer. So many callbacks. Yeah. And the deer. And then it's over. (laughs) Yeah. It's an intense movie. Roll credits. Ugh. So good. It is good. Such a whirlwind of emotion.
2: I enjoyed it more the second time because I knew that there was some things that like the, the surgery and stuff like that. And like the ending, but I, it's like the ending is the part that I didn't like. I know (laughs) most of the stuff leading up to it. I really enjoyed. And it was just like the ending, the, the pacing also, it was like slow and then like really fast and then like just done. And then over and you're like, Oh, I know. Oh, that's it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's really it. Okay.
1: Felt incomplete. A little bit incomplete. Really, I did not have a problem with the pacing at all, but I did have a problem with the tone. I agree with you. It was like very different at the end than it was at the beginning, but that's like an easy fucking fix. That's why it's so frustrating because it's like the things we have a problem with are quick, easy fixes that could have really elevated this movie.
2: But at the same time, this is his first movie. You're right. So you're You're like, well done. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like well this is your done. first movie. I think you I think you made 255 you million dollars and got an Oscar <laughs> from it. So, who,
1: like what's my opinion?
2: Fucking chop liver. I don't matter.
1: <laughs> so, good for you. Do you want to hear all the deep things that I learned? All of them. Amazing. These are to to be honest with you, I mean, we had a conversation about how we felt about this movie over the weekend and we both were kind of on the same page about mm-hmm. how we felt. I definitely will say after researching all the little intricate things, I was like, oh, like, I definitely have a deeper appreciation. I feel like it'll at least help you get a little bit of a deeper appreciation. But obviously, I'm not promising big rewards. But anyway, okay. (laughs) (laughs) What an intro. So my question is, do you know what horror movie had a bunch of references in this movie? No. So I'm going to give you three. Three? So the first one, well, no, the three, three that support the same horror movie. So... The title card is a light blue colored title on top of a green forest, which is the same as the Shining. I was wondering about the Shining. So, so it's a Shining, so mm-hmm. there's he's a huge uh Shining fan, um Jordan Peele, and he did that. He also did a quote when Andre was lost in the suburb when he was like, "Oh, it's like a hedge maze in here."
2: Oh my god. Okay. Hedge Cute. Maze. Cute.
1: Yeah. And then the third one is that in one of the scenes when Chris calls Rod at work while he's at the airport, we hear an announcement overhead for flight 237.
2: Oh, my God cute yeah. i love easter eggs like this i know it's fun i was like hell yeah plus two points for the easter eggs yes also plus three points because you picked a good movie because we love the shining <laughs> we do love the easy shining. easy points to get guys just put more shining references everywhere that's so true that's yeah. so true though
1: <laughs> and it's it's not it's not hard to do it's not there's so much <laughs> i watched a um like a jordan peele like reads like theories about this movie on reddit and comments whether or not they're real or not real and he literally goes when he's talked about the 237 he was like it's so easy you just like put an announcement that's like flight (laughs) 237 and then (laughs) like everyone's so happy
2: yes yes just
1: minimal fan service that's all we ask minimal fan service that's all we need so now we were saying we love a movie with a twist but Here are some things you will notice on future rewatches that will clue you into the twist ending. You ready? I'm ready. So we're going to talk about Rose first. So (laughs) this is funny. In one of the first scenes, when she's trying to convince Chris that her family is not racist, she says, quote, my dad won't chase you out of the house with a shotgun. But she does that herself at the end Ah, of the movie. That's
2: cute. (laughs)
1: <laughs> she's like my like, dad won't but i will wink i will wink your dad <laughs> you my dad ask. won't <laughs> technically the truth that's the best lie that's a good one and then the second one is that after she hits the deer chris feels really bad and he's like going to see if the deer's okay mm-hmm. but she's it's like not. doesn't give a fuck she's like let's fucking keep going like she's a sociopath like she gives no fucks at all yeah mm-hmm. and then the last one which i thought was pretty cool When the police officer asks for Chris's ID and Rose defends him, saying Mm -hmm. he wasn't driving, it seems like because she's fighting against, like, police racism, but really, it's because she knows he's (gasps) about to be a missing person. Oh, my God. And she doesn't want the police to know who he is. Oh, my
2: God.
1: I know. I know. Oh, wow. She really does suck, doesn't she? Yeah. She's a bitch. She's
2: a bitch. We don't like her. She a bitch. She can't sit yeah. with us. <laughs> oh my god, you're so right. Because she like really, she know, like, like kind of stands in front of him and is like, she gets real don't pissed look really at his quick. Face. <laughs> and you're like, damn,
1: she's an ally. But then all of a sudden, you're like, okay, oh maybe. not. And he's like, wow, you really stood up for me back there. And she's like, yeah, you're my man. Like, mm you're like god. team. I'm You're disappointed like in this fictional
2: character that I already know is evil, but I'm still further I disappointed know. in her. I know, I know. Damn it.
1: She's definitely a great villain, for sure. She's a good
2: villain. She really is good. She really is. I thought is. she was a really good yeah. villain. I thought the mom yeah.
1: was a really, really good villain, too. Same, same. I think they were all great, except for, yeah. I liked, actually, you know what? Jeremy sucked and Dean sucked. So. Yeah, I didn't love the, the dad or the brother <laughs> I didn't much. like them. They were very boring. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I agree. Um. So another thing... That I noticed is that the family doesn't want Chris to smoke because he's ruining his body.
2: Oh, okay. And they're about to try to use his body. Yeah, I thought that they were just like hypnotizing. I mean, you can do that later. You know what I mean? Like you
1: (laughs) you have to do that. I thought they were using it as an excuse to try to hypnotize him. But it's because they don't want him to smoke because they're about to try to use his body.
2: I mean, he's not gonna have his brain soon. So like if that other guy doesn't sure. smoke,
1: does it really matter? Yeah, you're not supposed to chain smoke, Kate. Before you surgery? You could definitely get... <laughs> you're not supposed to be smoking before surgery. <laughs> oh,
2: silly me. Not around
1: all those candles. no. <laughs> Here's another one. So in the middle of the night when Walter is running at Chris, at the end we find out obviously, that Walter's actually Rose's grandfather, who was a runner in the Olympics yes. and who had lost to an African-American man. Oh. And he was just like running in the middle of the night experiencing his new body.
2: Yeah. I knew I knew that he was like, look, I can run. <laughs> look how fast I can go.
1: Yeah. But there was definitely a part where he was like, um, where Dean was explaining that his yeah. dad was in the Olympics yeah, and yeah, how yeah. he lost to a black man named Jesse. Oh, I didn't remember him saying who he lost to. Yeah. Jordan Peele actually said that he had a line in there when Walter finally catches up to the wounded Chris after he gets in the car accident. And he originally had a line that said, I finally got you, Jesse. But he took it out because he was like, that's too much. That's too heavy handed.
2: That's really heavy handed.
1: Yeah. So he was like, no, I want it to be more subtle than that. (laughs) Yes. There's not a lot that's subtle in this movie. So you probably could have. Yeah. We like it. We like it. Here's a little bit more um, for your metaphor symbolism. I know you're (laughs) here for it, Kate. I I am. I am here for it. So why did Missy use a silver spoon in her hypnosis? Because most spoons are silver. Well, the reason he picked a spoon and particularly a silver spoon is Mm -hmm. obviously the symbolism of wealth and privilege. Yeah. And that is obviously been used and is currently being used to oppress African-Americans. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. Cool little symbol
2: for you, I guess. I mean, spoons are tend to be silver, so if it if he likes it, then I'm
1: happy. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes, and obviously these aren't just made up things. These are like things that he like specifically did.
2: This is where you and I differ. Is I'm like, if you really have to
1: like explain it to me, and I have to kind of be like,
2: sure, is it really symbolism, or are you just kind but of? excited I don't excited? think he
1: explained it. I think some people got it, and some people didn't. I just don't think. I mean, I get. I guess, sure, sure. <laughs> Spoons tend to be silver. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not that the silver, it's not that why is the spoon silver? It's no, why was a silver spoon used as the instrument of hypnosis? Sure. <laughs> to get the sound. I mean, it could have been any sound, right? It could have been a metronome.
2: I guess. But we, but tea has been used a lot. Tea's used a lot in hypnosis and like psychic stuff. They, it's always tea. But
1: not, not like a clinking of tea. Tea no. is like being drunk. Sure. Which he never drank. It's so, like, it's the sound of the clinking of the spoon, which uh, I think you know, is cool. I want to give it to you, but I just... Yeah, 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 yeah. You got it. You got it. All right. This one you're going to hate even more. You're going to hate this one even more. I can tell. Getting more and more obscure. Which I love. Love, love, love. Color symbolism. That's, oh, like, my I shit. Like color symbolism. Yeah. Yes. Color symbolism what in is movies. It, I'm here for it. So there's... The scene where all the rich, older white people are at the party. All of the rich, older white people are all wearing red. Oh, they're wearing red.
2: Are they all wearing red? I didn't catch that. They're all all. either
1: wearing like neutral colors or red. And the only two characters that are wearing blue are Chris and Logan. I thought it was blue. Yeah. Blue. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. So it's like maybe a political statement. Who knows? Oh. Yeah. But either way, it's a color differentiation. So they're separate groups. Yes. Okay, okay. All right. So this one's one's my favorite, obviously. So obviously the deer metaphor is a thing. It's a complex metaphor because it goes a bunch of different ways, right? So they hit a deer. The deer symbolizes his mom or at least gives a way for us to like see his reaction to something dying on the side of the road. Whatever. What I really liked was something that I did not realize until I was watching Jordan Peele talk about his movie and he was like, talking about these Reddit theories that he went through <laughs> um, and like people being like, Oh, like, is this intentional? Is this not intentional? And um, so you remember the kind of like weird random out of touch monologue that the dad does, like almost the first thing when they get there about how he hates deer and how he kind of they're wishes vermin, they were. They're they're
2: rats. You did they're a vermin, job. They're vermin, they're
1: rats. They're all over, like they're invasive, like they're better dead, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, So there's this racial slur that's called a black buck. And it is this is confirmed by Jordan Peele to be related slash intentional with his deer metaphor. So Awful. So there's the racial slur black buck is used to describe like a black man who has refused to bend to the law of white authority. Sounds awesome. (laughs) This idea is like this is the reason for Dean's like tangent about how he hates deer and how he wants them all dead, blah, blah, blah. And then this is also the reason that ultimately he is killed by Chris with that deer mount, which is the symbol of his own racism.
2: Oh, okay, I like that one.
1: Yeah, that was a good, good one. I like That's that one. That's a too. real good one.
2: Mm-hmm. Also learned yeah. a racial
1: slur today. That's great. I know. I didn't like it. Ugh. I didn't like it either,
2: Mm-mm. Rose. Uh, but I like. I like that. It makes a lot more sense now why he like grabbed a stag head and like <laughs> exactly <laughs> carried exactly
1: it. yes. Okay. And there's tons of deer like decor in his house, which at first you're like okay, like, this is in upstate New York. Like, maybe he's, like, a hunter. Like, maybe this is the cabin vibe. Yeah, I took it very literally as, like, hunting. Like, hunting metaphor. Same. Same. And that's why I like that it's even deeper than that, you know? hmm I, I do, too. So, a couple things that I missed because they're subtle as hell. Just two more things. In the scene where Rose is eating Fruit Loops and drinking milk like a fucking psychopath... Love it. ...researching her future victims online... In the background, over her bed, there's at least 10 pictures in a row of her previous Black friends and significant others and victims. Oh, so she put them up? They're like all lined up like trophies. Ew. It's like a photo (gasps) collage. It's so creepy.
2: Oh my God. That's why she had the box out. She was like, so excited to decorate my room. Can't wait to put this one up next (laughs) to everyone else. God, what
1: the fuck? It's fucking creepy because she like obviously has a little bit of affection for them or like to their idea of them or like using it as a trophy. I don't know. Whenever Chris is like going, he's getting hypnotized
2: at the end right after she like fake can't find her keys or whatever. She's like, you were one of my favorites. Right. Yeah. It's It's like, it's like a game for her. It is a game. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Great character, though. It's insane. But that part was cool. So look behind her when she's eating the Froot Loops and you'll see them. There's at least 10 because they're all in a row. It's like a row oh, of five I, and yes, then a row yeah. of five. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. there's definitely like more rows than just that. Oh, it's my God. It's so creepy. Yeah. Um. So that's one thing. The other thing. Uh, did you know Jordan Peele has a cameo? What? No. He has Ooh. two cameos. Ooh, what? He has two voice cameos. Oh, those don't count. Doesn't count. But we'll take it, though. Cameos. I'm still excited. We'll take it. So the first one is he's the voice on the TV when they're talking about the United Negro College Fund. So he's like the one like he has like a low voice and he's talking like that. And then the other one is more fun, though. He's the voice of the dying deer. Shut up. No, he's not. He goes. <laughs> <laughs> he literally imitates it in the video I saw. It was so fucking funny. I want to
2: see that. That's giving um Ash... um for doing that evil dead and they're like ash has a cameo in the new evil dead rise movie and it's like just him eating an apple
1: an apple yeah Yeah. yeah. (laughs) (laughs) you're like it's him going wait it's him on the on the tape going like we should listen to them or something yeah and we
2: were like yay we love
1: it it's it's the same i'm like
2: yay he's the deer (laughs) yes
1: so fucking funny that makes me happy i know i like that one too Um, OK, so I promised you guys that I would tell you some Swahili. Oh, my God. Yes. There's a song that's like when the title card is playing, when they're driving through the forest. It's in Swahili. It's like a traditional like it sounds like an African, you know, music. It's beautiful. And it's clearly in a different language. So I Googled what it was and I looked clearly, it up. Clearly, she says, <laughs> I didn't notice at all. Oh, my God. But listen to the lyrics. The lyrics are in English. Brother, listen to the ancestors, listen to the sages, run away, save yourself. Oh, that's a that's pretty foreboding, isn't it? Yeah, it's pretty cool.
2: (laughs) Chris is like, damn, wish I spoke Swahili.
1: (laughs) Fuck, should have learned Swahili. Should have skipped that day in Swahili class.
2: (laughs) That's pretty fucking cool.
1: That's really neat. I
2: I like things like that where it's like you don't have to know, but it's fun. Yeah, it's fun little things. It's
1: layers. It's layers. It's effort. I I like like that. It's all. See, I love movies like it's not even just like symbolism and metaphors yeah it's like it's like i like when they're very very intentional choices with characters and with style you know i like the music when the music has something to do with it like you do even the childish gambino song that they played when they were going through their apartment called redbone like that also has similar vibes childish gambino there's also like pictures in the backgrounds of scenes, like pretty much every scene has like a photo or like a poster in the background and they all mean something. That's Like one of them even says, Chris is dead. One of the background posters literally says Chris is dead on it. What? It's fucking crazy. Yes. What? There's like these very intentional art pieces in the background that are just like very... It's so cool. So pay attention to the background. I
2: like that stuff. I know. Me too. But you don't know um, not to... Touched your mask. It's Like so close. I know. See,
1: that's the thing. It's really frustrating. It's like, there's so much potential. It's like such an easy fix compared to how much effort you put into everything That's what it
2: is. It's like, I see the effort you're
1: putting in and I appreciate it. And then you just lost me. (laughs) me. There's so many other things that I like didn't put in this summary. Like there's like small things. There's yeah. Like, like Jeremy talking about jujitsu and how you have to think three steps ahead and the way that, um, chris ends up defeating him is by thinking three steps ahead during mm-hmm. their fight and ends up stabbing his leg and like fooling him and all this thing like it's just like so complicated um that it's just unbelievable you know how much effort he put into like every single moment of this movie but there's just these big mistakes that are easily fixed but it's also his first movie so
2: it's this, it, i feel the same way about like alex garland like whenever he did like men, and I'm like, yeah. I wish that you had just gotten someone else to just like, just a little bit deeper, run through it. Yeah, just like, a, yeah. just like a little tiny bit more. But people yeah. fucking love this movie. Obviously, Jesus Christ, high grossing movie, and critically one of the most respected horror movies of all time. Yeah, definitely of our generation. So yeah, well done, <laughs> well done, Jordan. Well done. Yay! Also, Amazing. I love it. We did this poll, and I don't know if you know this, but I think you do because I keep saying it, but. I wanted Nope to win. I know you you did. You wanted us to win and then get out (laughs) one.
1: And we're like, damn it. Okay, But I'm glad it did because I don't know that I would have watched it again if it wasn't for this podcast. And I am glad I watched it again. I definitely liked it more the second time. I agree completely. And I also think the only reason I like us is because the symbolism and metaphor is like way more in your face. It's even more. And I love that shit. And I wanted to be able to dig into it a little bit harder because I don't fully understand the metaphor behind us, I think. <laughs> and I know that it's deeper than what I think. Oh, bitch. Yeah. I don't. I don't understand. I that. didn't realize this movie had such complexity behind it. I yeah. think that's was a very pleasant surprise for me. Yeah, that makes me like that makes me appreciate it more. Yeah. Mm hmm. How do you think the critics and audience felt about it? Or do you already know? I know every everyone liked it.
2: I'm gonna guess yeah. like, Critics give it like a ninety nine percent, and I'm gonna say audience gave it like ninety nine. Yeah, bro, I'm gonna go high, and I'm gonna say audience gave it like a ninety five. It's pretty
1: close. Um, critics were ninety eight. Fucking knew it. <laughs> fucking knew it. Audience was eighty six. That's still really fucking high. Pretty <laughs> so, good for a fucking horror movie. Pretty good
2: for for any Amazing. movie, but
1: especially for a horror movie. Those are very good right. numbers. Ooh, right. well done. Well, yeah, it's going to be hard to Mm -hmm. rate this, I think. Let's try. It's a lot of processing. Let's go. I know because I'm still kind of processing all the things
2: that you just told me about it that I didn't know. know. But here we are. And here we go. So we're going to go over to our website. (laughs) It's (laughs) com backslash scoreboard if you want to save some time. Click on our little scoreboard over here. Guys, if you're new, this is where we rank all of the movies that we've covered um, in an order that we uh, see fit at that exact moment when we put it on there and not afterwards. There's a lot of regret. <laughs> looking at this. A
1: lot of regret is going into <laughs> a lot <laughs> of compromise, scoreboard.
2: <laughs> a lot of bargaining, um, and uh, I genuinely
1: don't know where to put this. Good Lord. Well, why don't you tell me how you feel about it and rank it yourself first?
2: I think that it was. it's a very poignant movie, and I think it came out at a time that we needed this commentary. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I think it handles the commentary really well. I think that the acting is incredible. I think that the symbolism is intricate. Um, I think that it lost me in the final third of the movie. It just completely lost yeah. me with the tone shift. So um, am I going to watch it a third time? Probably not. <gasps> really no okay. I, I think I've gotten what I need to get out of the movie but wow do I really appreciate Jordan Peele and have I kind of I've really enjoyed just watching his movies develop because I'll, I'll just yeah. say it, like it's like in order of like best to worst for his like three like it's nope us get out and that's wow. in the order they came out so like for me I'm like I, I know that this is just like my opinion but I'm like oh I can see where you're kind of like taking critique and like Go And he goes in different directions and he gets more bold and he does more creative stuff as he goes. He gets more and more creative. Sure. So for Jordan Peele, I'm giving this extra points just because I really like him. So I'm going (laughs) to give, but but I'm not going to watch it again. So I'm going to say seven out of 10 operating candles.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Operating candles. We're we're going to need another set of operating candles. We need more operating candles. (laughs) Stat. (laughs) Can you turn the candle so the light's facing this way?
2: <laughs> Can you hold, drip the candle right there, right there? That's perfect.
1: <laughs> right on the brain. So yeah, that's that's right what I give brain. it.
2: And I think that previously I probably would have given it like a six before I watched this the second time. Wow. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's crazy, Kate. Then I typically it's just it, honestly it's the last bit that the last bit really because I enjoyed it up until it that lost, point. Yeah. I was really enjoying it. I remember turning it yeah. and being like, I'm enjoying this more than I remember enjoying it. Yeah. And it's it's it's, it's the last bit loses me. So yep, that's it. Seven out of ten. Well, I want to know what you think, though. 10 out of 10 symbols.
1: (laughs) Wow. I that's so surprising, Kate. I mean, I knew you didn't like it that much. Obviously, we had talked about it and I really didn't either. That being said, I definitely had watched it like many times when it first came out. You know, I think probably at least three times when it first came out. Jesus Christ. I can't watch anything that many times because I did want to keep seeing it because I thought it was very interesting. You know, like you watch it with different friend groups, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to show people. um, But anyway, so, you know, I can't handle the suspension of disbelief. So I'm there with you for the most part of it, like with the non-sterile surgeries and the medical instruments like that pissed me off because, again, it's just a simple fucking thing like fucking consult Black Mirror. Like you could have done this better if you had done this better. This would have been like the perfect movie, in my opinion. Wow. Like if that if that had been like perfected, I would have been. 100% 100% this is my type of movie. I love social commentary. You do. I love originality. I love movies with a twist. I love obvious and non-obvious symbolism and metaphors that I immediately see but also that I receive when I dig into it further. I love Easter eggs. Yeah. But there are so many components of this that like really like rub my suspension of disbelief the wrong way. <laughs> like like something we didn't even talk about. The fact that flash, like a flash brings them I, out of it. I You're telling me you these people it. are never going to be exposed to any kind of flashing, whatever. Like they're never going to be exposed to cameras. They're never going to be exposed to TVs. Lightning, they're never going to be exposed to lightning. Headlights. Like it's a not flicker, a foolproof system. Television <laughs> yeah, turning exactly. on. Exactly. Like there are big things that don't make sense. That being said, it's such like a complicated and original idea that it's I very do understand original why it was hard to put that into reality. I get it. Um, also, it was his first movie. Also, yeah. I really enjoyed listening to his commentary of it because he's such a funny guy. He's like so great. This movie had, like, just the perfect amount of comedic, you know, com- comedic relief. Like, the Rod character was so funny. The ending was hilarious, which something else we didn't talk about, Kate, is that the ending was meant to be different. It was supposed to be that he actually gets arrested, and goes to jail. I couldn't. I couldn't have. I would have been... Which would be a devastating Devastating. ending. Devastating. Devastating. And the fact that he doesn't, I feel like, is a lot better for me. I would have really disliked the movie if he ended up going to jail, although I understand that kind of matches with, like, the tone of everything, at the beginning, at least. (laughs) Yeah, that would have matched. That would have matched
2: that movie, for sure.
1: Right. Yeah. So I think before like when me and you were talking about it this weekend I was thinking I'd probably end up giving it like a seven or so but then when I rewatched it, I was like oh that's better than I remember you know I'd probably give it an eight and then after finding Symbolism. out all of the yeah. intentional fucking it choices got I was like Jordan Peele's gotta God be higher got than her. an eight for me ah! it got me fucking good you know it when I have a page of different yeah. metaphors that I can't wait to tell you about like I know oh, that hey, always I gets knew. me <laughs>
2: I knew as soon as you said, can I tell Ah! you the symbolism? I'm like, girl, as if I could
1: stop you if I wanted to. I know. We have a song in Swahili that's warning him about what's coming.
2: That's so you. I know. I fucking
1: love it. So I'm going to give it 9 out of 10 non-sterile surgical instruments.
2: Yeah, that part was bad. (laughs) 9 out of 10 is extremely high, though. Well I earned, know. Jordan. Well yes. earned.
1: It was so close to being perfect. It was just these little things that I feel like were so fucking easy to fix, and it pisses me off. <laughs> yeah, that's the that's the thing. That's the thing. Uh, I, I
2: hated the exp- the explaining the whole procedure all at once in like two paragraphs. I, I was know. like, why? Yes, it didn't make sense. Just, I'm I'm almost there. It's like I'm so close. You just need to give me like a tiny bit more information. So you know what I mean? So let close. me overhear yeah. a conversation. No, 100%. Let me find an yes. album. <laughs> Let, yeah. me de- let me do the detective work. I want to do the... That's what it is. And that's why I love the thing so much is because you get to do detective things. I played a lot of Nancy Drew games growing up and now still play them.
1: They're still good, okay? <laughs> they sort of tried. I mean, they had him find the photos of her. Yeah, they do. So that was like partially... They didn't want to like literally spoon feed you everything. So they tried, I think. Didn't they? <laughs> they tried a little bit. All right. So since we disagree and we haven't disagreed this... To this extent in a while, I feel like. It's like two stars or whatever. So not bad, but for us, bad. We're probably going to have to just pick where we do it on our own and then make an average. Okay. Instead of, yeah. So I'm like looking where I would go. I'm going
2: to pick 58. 58?
1: Okay. So you're in like the late 50s. I'm in the (laughs) mid-teens.
2: What? (laughs) Above Evil Dead? I don't know, man.
1: Yeah. Above Evil Dead. But Evil Dead was in your top five movies. Yeah, but it's the my top five movies. It's different from this ranking, right? Because it's like this ranking is like how I know this. I know this is different for you because yeah, I, I feel like this is like your feeling about it, like your guttural feeling about yeah. the movie. Mine is more like, your how brain. do I feel like this movie is objectively yeah. good or bad, um, which I feel like it's in the teens. So <laughs> that's <laughs> <Let's> see. <tough. laughs> Um, yeah. So I think we're going to be looking in the mid 30s as a compromise. I, I could but you I could give you a bargaining chip. No, see, this is how we end up with a clusterfuck of a fucking. I know, but th-
2: I don't want it to be too compromised. Like, I want to be able to look and be like, oh, yeah, that's because, you know, Ariana won that one or whatever. Instead
1: <laughs> of, oh, it's all in the middle because we can't agree. Kate gives me a bargaining chips just when she feels like it. Just when, when I'm when feeling I really generous. Want one, just when she wants to give me one.
2: good job i liked your symbolism have a chip
1: Uh. all my research that i put into this and you're not gonna give me a bargaining (laughs) (laughs) chip what if my bargaining chip makes it like in the 20s instead i'm totally fine with that okay okay well we have some good ones in the 20s we have signs conjuring oculus Gerald's game guys most of of these movies
2: we like and there's a hundred and like 12 of them or something like that so i know
1: that's extremely good i would make this the new 22 the new number 22 because i know if you put this if i put this above signs you're gonna flip your shit so you're
2: putting it above can... oculus
1: <laughs> yeah i think it's objectively better than oculus i <gasps> fucking love oculus oculus is one of my top 10 but do i think oculus is objectively better than this no
2: i do oh no All right. You know, I I said I would. I said I would. Listen, we're going to have to have like a Flanagan versus we can put it.
1: We can put it between Oculus and Gerald's game. I just think it's cute that the Flanagans are.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are they? Oh, I don't want to. Oh, I don't want to split them up. Yeah, Yeah, because it's Oculus in the right underneath. Oculus
1: is Gerald's game. I don't want to split
2: them up. So I'm okay with it. You're right. You're right. Okay, so you're saying what new number 22? New number 22. I'm yeah. so glad that you brought up Oculus, Ariana, because that segues perfectly into a little <laughs> announcement that we have for the club. Oh, yeah? Guys, oh, yeah? spooky season is upon us. We are <laughs> speaking of Oculus, speaking of Oculus, speaking of our boyfriend, Mike Flanagan. Um, we I asked the club a while ago. I was like, hey, if we did um, another mini series, like, would you guys be down with that? Because we've covered Hill House. We've covered Bly Manor. Um, so and they were like, yeah, do it. That's fine. So Ariana and I were really thinking hard about oh, what do we pick for October. It's so hard to pick the right movies for October, and we said, "Well, we're not going to do a movie. We're going to do a mini series, and that mini series yeah. is going to be Midnight Mass." <laughs> Midnight Mass. So we're going to have um, Midnight Mass for two of our major episodes. We're going to do I think what the first four episodes for the first one. Uh huh. First four, and then last three, I think. And then the last three. So get hype! Oh yeah, get opinionated. <laughs> Grab Set your four hours wine, aside and sit down. <laughs> yeah. Ari and I are like, okay, we just need to rewatch four hours of content. No big deal, <laughs> y'all. I did the miniseries are uh, intense. I did Bly Manor in one episode the first time. That was insane. I will never do that again. And that's when I was like, Hill House is three. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. But the club was so patient with it. They're like, okay. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you guys get it. We gotta give it. We gotta give it the time it needs. And Midnight Mass is all about the buildup. It's all about it's true it's the build-up it's the story so i'm really excited to that we finally finally get to cover that because that one's very dear and near to me and ariana's heart so yeah hope you guys are hype and also i'm just hype about october what are you most yeah. hype about for october
1: hmm what am i hype about i think me and will we're definitely going to go to halloween horror nights so i'm super <gasps> halloween stoked about horror that nights! Yay! <laughs> i'm so excited that you get to go yeah halloween horror nights um, I think me and Will are going to be, um, we're going to be the couple from Beetlejuice this year.
2: <gasps> oh, I'm going to be Gina Maitlands? Davis and he's going to okay. be Alec.
1: Yes. Alec Excellent. Baldwin.
2: Excellent. Mm-hmm. I love it. He doesn't know
1: this yet, but he'll find out. He, he doesn't need to, you know what I mean? He gonna learn. He'll figure it out.
2: <laughs> I keep trying to get Nick to be the Rocky to my Frankenfurter and he won't do it.
1: Oh, my God. That would be amazing. I definitely asked Will to do that, too. I
2: know. I'm like, let me put the self-tanner on you. He's like, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> let me get you a little um, booty shorts. Let me make you booty <laughs> shorts. <laughs> and parade
2: He's like, you about no.
1: town. also you guys her husband is very white and has black hair (laughs) he's not he doesn't look like rocky rocky
2: Rocky is not yet anyway (laughs) not until i'm done with him i'll see if he'll be magenta or something we'll see what we can do oh that would be awesome yeah we'll see um but i'm excited to spend october with the club um and i'm so glad that we got to finally cover get out or any Jordan Peele movie, for that matter. Hell yeah. And I'm always mm-hmm. excited to fight with you. Oh my God, speaking of fighting, where are we at on the Patreon? Who do they oh love more? Oh my God. Going Guys. back to our Patreon to see who, if, <laughs> if people like Ariana's horrifying movies or my not horrifying
1: movies. <laughs> Kate's uh, can't be cutesy movies. We Can love it. She gets so offended when I call her that. <laughs> they we are. got a 75 totally to 25. Are. Hey, I'll
2: take it. <laughs> I'll take it yay <laughs> listen as long as you guys aren't sick of me talking about it nah i don't care i don't take cues from people <laughs> i talk about i rant about animatronics for two hours but not today Tonight, today i gotta go um probably watch midnight mass maybe
1: Ooh. Yeah. just start get ahead of your yeah uh, i'm excited Ooh, yeah it is exciting it's very october vibes oh it's so yeah. october vibes and yeah i'm gonna have it to is, watch but it but it it's and also then... taking place during spring which i didn't realize
2: <laughs> oh yeah it is isn't it that's so okay. to,
1: yeah that's okay it's, it's fine. fine but it, it just gives you like you know everyone's wearing like flannel yes. and for whatever reason it just feels like october when you watch it's just it. Like, like the again. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly well i hope you guys are excited i'm excited and
2: we will see you next time so stay spoopy stay spoopy stay-